She said, spread him. I said, you spread him. <laughs> she had me squat and cough and said, spread him. I said, I won't. You spread him. Mm. You want to spread him? You spread him. I ain't. I was looking at like 99 years. Technically, she could have got 1,550 yeah. wow. years. I never saw a daylight for two years. There was no wreck because there was never any staff to take in. The rec room was this big with about 50 women in it just walking around in circles. It used to be the morgue. Wow. Where we was, it was a big hole in the wall where they used to put the bodies through. You could see the stains on the walls and there. The dorm was a nightmare because there's a lot of girls and women on there. 25. Hey, keep your ears and all that. Go and do it. Stop shouting about it. Go and strangle her. Do something. Stop screaming. <laughs> I'll keep your ears. And the, <laughs> the duck dance. <laughs> What's that about? She chopped her parents off. Was eating her mother. Her dad was in the freezer when he arrested her. And they gave her a pickaxe to go on yard crew with me with a rake. <laughs> so, little old me. As hard and tough as I think I might think I am. No, I've run off down the other end. Of the yes. I am not working next to me. It's sock inside, sock inside, sock inside, sock. Inside the person. Who's damaged the child or something. Yeah. How do you like something bigger than you? Wow. Walk on by and let him do it. Mm. You know? I remember seeing UFOs going the way to Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't high. The sky is nice out there. There was three it? lights. We were going on our way to Tucson and there was all these mad lights and it was UFOs. Is that the limo driver who snitched us out? Yeah. Wild man drank the whole bottle of GHB. That was my birthday, that. We were passing the cups around, little cat, cat, cats. It's a nice receipt, that. We were, we were drinking little caps of it each and then Wild just goes, ooh. And as he's getting out the limo, his whole body just went, ooh. <laughs> And the firemen, it, they had to bring firemen out to pick him up, to put him in an ambulance because he was so heavy. Right. Like six firemen or something ridiculous. That tittled me that in the prison. I'd have to say it was the, one of my lowest days that yeah. I'd have to say, where I was going to eat food out the bin, which anybody could have had the gob round. You were starving. I was starving. Yeah. And that's the only day I can actually say I know the true weird of starvation. It was very hard when I first came home. My daughter was like a complete stranger. And I was to her, because she was seven. I come home to an adult. Yeah. I come home to a 17, 16, 17 year old. Teenager, yeah. Yeah, and I found her. I used to catch her just staring at me. Just staring. And I'd be like that, and I'd, and I'd, I'd look, and she'd, she'd look away. Oh. She was trying to remember me. She couldn't remember me. Just a minute. Yeah, no. I can't, I can't do that one. No she worries, wants some don't more worry, time. Don't worry, Carrie. I've up, made a mess of my life in a few years and I'm rising above it again now. Are we keeping these on throughout? Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to the shiny. Welcome, viewers. <laughs> Right, we are going. Welcome, viewers. <laughs> Wild Woman Part 2. <laughs> Much awaited 
Wild Woman Part 2 happens to coincidentally be getting filmed on my birthday. Not coincidentally. Who would have much rather interview on my birthday than the Wild Woman? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you did watch Part 1, it was more the backstory in Arizona of Wild Woman, my co-defendant. She had hundreds of felonies <laughs> and um, everything that led up to the SWAT team raids. There was multiple SWAT team raids in Wild Woman's life. Multiple felonies. And coming to Arizona, on the run in Mexico with Wild Man, coming back to Arizona, Wild Man going on the rampage, staying up days on end on meth and all that craziness. So all those stories are told in part one. If you've not seen part one, go. Uh, I'll put the link in the description box below this video or we'll actually add it on perhaps to this video. We're gonna. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jen has finally met Wild Woman. Yes, Hello, <laughs> Jen runs Boom and Jen Organic Cotton Clothing Company. She promised me her boots today, and she's not got them on. No boots I've not today. I've got them on for the meal. <laughs> <laughs> what a very colourful outfit, Jen. Yes, um, this has been gifted to me by Loft.uk. Sorry, Loft.uk. So that's L O F T E dot UK. Very colourful, isn't it? Sorry, is it? Birth birthday mood. Yeah, like matches that little bracelet thing. Oh, my watch. You watch. It's donated <laughs> off a very dear friend in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> That's dot dot dead smith. So, so Kerry. Yes. Um, before we begin, then, what yeah, kind of this after this bugging me? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What kind of reception have you had to part one podcast? I've not really. Um, I've had a few. Messages like on a, like the comments is that you call. Yeah, them. yeah. A few of them are a little bit stupid. What Shall like? Say, yeah, you know, get a makeover and not so. mess with the time. You can't make over something that's beautiful. Too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Have people been bringing gifts to your house? No, they don't know where to live. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want gifts, thank you. So May sixteenth, two thousand and two. Yes. What does that bring back to you? Um, the day we got raided. I thought it was the 15th, actually. May 16th, 2002. Um, when the uh, charged in the... Uh, well, tried to charge him, but they couldn't get in because the gate was on. When I got arrested, we've already spoke about that, haven't we? So going into the jail, you mean? No, just, just run us through again what happened on May 16th. Imagine that no one's heard your story before. Right. It's a long story. I'll, I'll cut it short. No, we don't like stories cut short. Right, we like right, them right. long. Well, <laughs> as you know, me and Peter were together at that time. I kept him at arm's length as much as possible. Wild man, yeah. Because he was... Off his head. Off his head. Um, but he had arrived because I had him cut off from a lot of people where he couldn't get anything because I threatened them. If you do, you know, we're done. In so many words. Hmm. Um, so he ended up coming to the house as he always did office bar and he demanded stuff. He was in the back room, in the bedroom, doing his thing. And we heard all this banging. So as I go, if you remember, there was like a... You come out the door and then there was like a... It was like a porch area, wasn't it? It was all gated. And then you go out into the garden and down the drive to the gate. So they went in the drive outside the, the gated porch with this thing trying to get in. I keep moving away from that. And... Um, so I'm like, I've, I've got the key. Let me get the key. I'll open it. You don't have to go nuts. I've got the keys. Hello. In the meantime, Peter's got his little pipe and he's smashing it down the <laughs> toilet, shitting himself. 
So they get in, cuffs us, raid the house, um, nothing there, not even a paddle seat all. The reason they come in was because somebody owed money. So I told them, yes, you can have some more pills. I've got them here. I didn't have them. Um, I just wanted them because we went, I was just going to duct tape him really and take his cash. <laughs> so I was just going to tape him to a chair and give me your cash. Because, yeah. you know, it means you think I'm going to give you more pills, you dickhead, do you know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> stupid. But he thought it was, so I can't say his name, can I? No, no names, no names. I think you know who it is. Um, <clears throat> so he's on the phone to me, so, and because, all through me, please record, going back a little bit, it says incoherence, incoherence, because you can't understand me, because I talk very fast. So I talk slowly, purposely to him, to the lad. You need to come now with the money, though. Mm. You can understand me, like, and they're listening to me phone call. So they thought, got it, bang to right, to come charging and didn't have shit at all. So they weren't pleased, because it obviously found was a broken glass pipe in the toilet. <laughs> what piece of the throw in there? So they cuffed us um, and they took us to, it was like a car park outside the prison, outside the county, the jail, whatever it is, the sheriff's place. Um, you would have, you come after me. 10p police. There was a few people. This was 10p police, yeah, was it, first? Yeah, 10p. Yeah, yeah. So there was long, like, they were like um, decorating tables, weren't they? Just these long tables all set up in a big <laughs> row like this with all these chairs facing, you know, big row like that, come round the car park and sit us on these chairs. But there was a couple of people who weren't new, already there. So I thought, all oh, right, it, it, it's, it's a sweep. It hit home at that point. Yeah, I thought, right, so I wouldn't look, didn't eyeball anybody, no connection, no, they can't connect me to anybody, I don't know what's going on, played dumb, you know. Then they brought Sean round. And so I said, you were to the right of me, I think, was you and Peter? Peter, no, Peter was here. You were here, I think, was the other way around, can't. Can't remember. Can't remember exactly, yeah. but and I just went like that and looked at her. I am not looking at you. I don't know who the fuck you are. Don't know yet. Because you I'm had not... stopped dealing, hadn't you, for, was it about a year you'd been out I'd dealing? stopped importing the ecstasy, yeah. but there was a lot of personal use still going on. Yeah. And there was still a lot of owed money as well. Right. Yeah. Um, what needs to be sorted and stuff like that. So um, anyway, they have us on this long table. We wouldn't make eye contact. They take... A few of us, one at a time, downstairs, underneath the car park, like a level. Put this little black tape recorder on the top of the car. They stood opposite me there, these two officers. If there's anything you want to tell us, you can tell us now. I haven't got anything to tell you, I don't know why I'm here. What's going on? Mm. I've got nothing to say to you guys, I don't know what you're talking about. We know you're scared. I'm not scared of anything, don't you talk about? So with that, they give up and set me back up to the table. So people think you've said something and then they take somebody else and you don't know who's saying what. It's mind games, you know what I mean? So people don't know if you've said anything, you don't know if they've said anything, so you just sit there and say nothing and wait to see what the outcome is, you know what I mean? You just play by ear, basically. Of course. So then they took us finally to the horseshoe. Yes, they built, they built like a special outdoor area where they it were processing weird. us all in Tempe. It was just to see a reaction as they turned the corner. Yeah, wait- it was like fabricated. It was like um, um, it was weird. Like a gazebo. No, it wasn't even built a gazebo. Built all this stuff to process us in this car park area. How many of you were arrested in total? On that first group was thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Right. But then we went in the jail cells. They did because uh, I was in the jail, in the jail cells jail. for a bit in in Tempe jail before I went to the horseshoe. Yeah, that's where 
Um, they were. That's where I saw Cody and and uh, yeah. DJ, yeah, Spinelli. And we were shouting, we were all talking like different things to each other. That's when got, I realised the full yeah, gravity of it. I knew once they got more you. More people were coming once they brought in. you round the corner and you. Yeah. The minute I seen you come round that, because he didn't have a clue who you was. You were like a ghost to them, you know. They yeah. get this English show and they didn't have a clue mm. who he was. Because you stay under the radar, you know what I mean? So when he come round that corner, round like that, and it just looked like that, and I thought, oh, shit. <laughs> and it was a done deal then, once he had him. Wow. Were you and scared then, at that point? Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I was scared. I was more like, uh, I was in like survival mode, more like, how the fuck do we get out of this? Mm. What do we do here? You know, because it's another country, I don't know. It was more like a fight or flight type of thing, you know what I mean? Of course. It was weird. Wow. It was a very strange. And then the, sh- the horseshoe was a three-day affair. Well, we're in a oh. van first, aren't we? Oh, transport yeah. van. Because that's when the females and the males got put together in the transport. And we were together in court, where we in the lift. Yeah. Oh, I'm going through the horseshoe. So the horseshoe is like a subterranean. Horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horseshoe-shaped jail process. So and you're in there for yeah. days. Three days I was in there. Yeah. Three days and nights sleeping on a cold concrete floor, mm. freezing in there, freezing. Because they have that AC on full pelt. And you are freezing. You'd end up tucked in the, in the ball under the benches and you'd end up getting toilet roll if you can find any and use it as a pillow. You know, mm. it was it was horrendous in there for three days. All these things coming in off the streets, you know. Oof. Did you have any Stuart, did you have any situations with people in the horseshoe that you had to in the horseshoe? Um not really, not not really. Not in the horseshoe. It was just mainly us, you see. It was just we were sort of like getting moved. Round and round. Oh, my round. fingerprints. Go on. Oh, <laughs> they took them about 20 times. I said, what the fuck? I'm not an alien. How many times do you want to take me? 20 times. They kept taking me. I thought they were just messing with me. I thought, why are you doing it? They were driving me nuts. <laughs> we need to take you. You've just done them. We need to do them again. Well, you know, they've not changed. I don't peel them off and put another set on. And they're really <laughs> rude, aren't they? The people yeah, doing very, the very rude. Yeah, well, they just slam you. Yeah, yeah, just grab you. Yeah, just grab you. And they just like roll you, you know. And you're supposed to be presumed innocent until proven guilty. Well, apparently, yeah. <laughs> not, no, no, no. They treat you like animals, and you could be an innocent person. Not that I was, but I could have been. So they saw as many who are. <laughs> yeah. You know. What do you remember of seeing the judge in the horseshoe? <laughs> remember I made him read every, every count out, 155 of them. That was on that first that first day, was it? On the screen, we were all sat on the benches, yeah. all of us, and they were reading everybody's and I'm sat at the front. And yeah. he said, you have 155 felonies, would you like to listen to them all? I said, yes, I would. Ooh. <laughs> and I made him read every single felony. How long did that take? Quite a while, you were all you were tissing behind me. You were stood sat behind me tissing because you knew what I was doing. You yeah. were just pissing him off. We're all together at this point, still. Yeah, so getting charged. We've all been arrested, and we all have to go court together now and ask for a bail bond. So we were all sat there. It was like being in the cinema. It was like rows like that, and I was in the front. Yeah, we were all in rows like this, and you were behind me. Yeah, just like there, you and piece of tissing. And everybody gasped when they heard You're Kerry's ready. charges. Yeah. Because like everyone else, and there was low-level offenders, weren't they? Yeah. And they hear someone's got that many, and they heard our bail. Tried to pin the felony ones on me. Yeah, four of them. Wow. Not happening. Because they like murder charges, you know. I didn't kill any fucker. Exactly. 
You know. So yeah, so like everyone's gasping here in the, the gravity them, of like? our charges and our bail bond. What was your bail bond? Seven hundred and fifty thousand. Three three quarters of a million dollars cash. Oh, it's a chub change. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to peel off the ball. <laughs> Pay with me drug money. You know? Exactly. <laughs> what what food did they give you in the horseshoe? Um, I don't think I got fed in the horseshoe that I can remember, to be honest. <clears throat> I can't remember being fed in the horseshoe. I remember being fed in the county. Oh, the horseshoe, it was that Lamo bag. Lamo bag. What's a Lamo bag? It's when people are on the Lamo and they're on the run. If they call the Lamo bags, if somebody... Wallace and Ladmo did That's a TV it. show and every um, they gave these bags away to the kids on this TV show. But over time, the bags got skinnier and skimpier and skimpier. So they call them Wallace and Ladmo. Well, they call them Lamo bags and now they're saying it's like you're on the lamb, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got nothing, you're on the lamb, Lamo bags. So, and it was... Um, what was in your Ladmo bag, Lamo bag? God, um, they called Graham's Cracker thing. With peanuts, supposed stuff in it, which was like five hundred years old. Oh. Um, this piece of like baloney, green baloney. Green. Yeah, I've never even heard of baloney. I, I think it's a form of spam mixed with something else. I don't know well, what it, should it is. Should be green, I'm sure. It was green and mouldy. Um, there was um, you get an orange sometimes if you were looking a little carton of milk, wasn't it? That was, like that kids' milk. Is you from, kids milk. And that lasted you from eight o'clock in the morning. Till tea time, and if you found though with an orange or anything in your cell, you broke the law, and you get a, you'll get a sack in trouble for it. Wow! So you don't have any lunch because you've had it. You can't keep it for after. You know they eat it or bin it. Yeah. And they come in, search your room, and throw your food out. Hmm. And you were in the horseshoe with some of our female co-defendants, weren't you? Yeah, I was with Angel and who else was in there? Was it Angel? Let's just call the other lady K. 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 And the other one ADD. Yeah, of course, yeah. ADD. <laughs> My best friend. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. All right. So after after you saw the judge in the in the horseshoe, what happened next in the horseshoe? Oh, you know, you're going back some years, you know. Mm. <laughs> How long was it before you got to the final? Cell? It was three days. Altogether, three days. Did you actually sleep or did you just like no. sit there? You just sit on the cold floor freezing because you don't know who's in there. You're in there with about 50. The room's not as big as this. It's smaller. And you've got about 50 women in there. 50 what, people. Just all cuddled up together. Like, all like this. 50, 50 people. Some of them have just come straight from the streets, you know, and they're really, really... Smelly. Out and about, you know. And really someone good. takes a shit and there's 50 people like this and someone takes One a toilet, shit. One toilet, yeah. And everyone's like... <laughs> yeah, it's... Sorry, I laugh at your reactions. <laughs> there's a little toilet and I like a little wall there to separate the other fifty people and their ass. You know. That's oh, it. that's fucking gross. So and then there's cell... one phone on the wall for reverse charges or to call a, a bonds. The only call it's free is the bonds people, isn't it? Obviously, because they get money. So trying to get to the phone is a nightmare when there's fifty people want to use the phone. So you know, people start sitting each other on the head with the receiver and thing, you know, and scrapping over the phone. I had nobody to phone, nobody's gonna bomb me out, you know what I mean? Knock yourselves out, girl. So that <laughs> cell that Kerry just described, it's the horseshoe small. formation, right, has multiple cells like that on both sides along the corridor. It's in the so shape of a horseshoe, isn't it? Yeah, so you're going from cell to cell through it, or working your way through it. But the fifty people you're with in your first cell are not the fifty people you're with in your next no. cell. It just it's all just getting mixed and matched all yeah, the way through it. So like you make Well you the might, men and women are separate, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. 
But they're in the neck. They're in the, they're in the cage. The men are like wearing bars in a cage. That way, aren't they? On the horseshoe, they're on the cave. And you come in that way, you go this room, this room, then you go around the cave and all the men hooting and shouting at you. At the women, not and other men as well, some of them. <laughs> and then round this corner too, like your fingerprints, your photograph, your uh, psychiatrist to see if you're healthy. So from the start to finish, how many days are you in there? Three days. Three, three days, days to work your way around Just to there. get your fingerprints and photograph talk and be arrested. At, at, the very, at the very start, there's like a plexiglass window of a woman behind it and she goes... Scabies, lice, yeah. hepatitis C, <laughs> <Spray> open <down>. sores. <laughs> Any tattoos? She's screaming at you. And you say something, check, check, check. Next! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that. I don't know. Then they take your shoelace. After you've seen her, they take your shoelaces and your belt off you. Of course. They do that in the UK. And then you pat, yeah, that's pat, just pat, pat down, and stuff. Pat yeah. downs and metal detect. Then you go for metal detector. Mm, squat and scarf. Then you start to go through the series of cells. Mm. Now, if you misbehave, they strap you in that restraint chair, don't they? Yeah, and mask you. Restraint chair. It's like a medieval torture device, like a black chair. Yeah, they still yeah. use it. Your back. They strap you in it. You've got to put a spit hood. hood over you. You see people rocking in these restraint yeah. chairs. Oh, that's not off at all, is it? Especially if they if they are mentally disturbed, it's not a good place to put somebody. No. It's with a spit mask on and chains off. You know what I mean? It. A stuff of horror. Put them in a room. Yeah. yeah. Don't put them in a chair. And they leave me in the corridor for everybody to watch them. What was your worst experience in the horseshoe then? Uh, Bar the starvation and sleep on the floor? It was all a bad experience, but it wasn't the worst out of it all, to be honest, because it was, you're in a, you're sort of like in a daze for them three days, because yeah. you're yeah. like in shock really more, like you just follow, you just sort of go with whatever they're telling you to do at the minute. Well, I did, because I didn't realise what was going on at first, you know, and you're like, what's next? Because I thought you get arrested, you go to jail. Mm. Oh, it's palaver. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I thought they were just messing with me in and out with my fingerprints all the time. I thought, you know, why can't you take my fingerprints properly? You know, they just kept calling me back out. And I'm like, why? So when they realised I had chronic hypertension and they could have killed me, they stopped messing with me. I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, days because you see you, the charges all carry life sentences. So you think, well, I was looking at, get um, yeah. I was looking at like 99 years. At the first um, plea, which was like 25 years. And then, mm. first of all, he was saying, you know, you're looking at 99 years up. Because obviously you can't give you more than that because you wouldn't be alive. Technically, she could have got 1,550 yeah. years. Because wow. each felony each had 10-year maximum, they could have stacked them. And most of them were jumped up charges anyway, do you know what I mean? They were just like, they were making charges out of charges. Just the same I made them drop yeah. uh, felony 74, I think it was, felony 4. Unknown charge. How can you charge me for something you don't know? Unknown charge. charge. <laughs> I don't care how to the 155, yeah. but I'm fighting that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stand my ground on mm. that. Is it, uh, it didn't make sense. What's so, this charge? Yeah. Unknown. When you got to the last room in the horseshoe. Yeah. What, can you remember what that was like? And they, they pull you out and like put you in your stripes and all that stuff. Was it, they, they didn't put me in my stripes until I got to county. Oh, didn't they? No. In intake there. But so what were you in, in the horseshoe? When you got to strip, stark but I don't strip. In, I didn't strip in front of partners. Yeah, let alone fucking audience. Very thinking about my body and stuff like that. I'm very. I don't like flashing stuff. You know what I mean. I've always been like that. So actually stripping in front of a load of strange women was very. It was traumatic for me because I'm not used to stuff like that. You know what I mean. I wasn't. I just couldn't do it. But and having a dog sniff your fanny is the worst thing in, really? the, in the world. It's the most degrading thing I've ever had imagine. to do. You've got to stick your ass against the fence and let these German shepherds sniff your ass. 
It's the most disgusting thing ever to have a dog slobbering up your ass. Oh, no. Well, it is. It's, it's vile. It's vile. And they, do, they come in, in the yard and just do that to you whenever they want it. The men in black. Men in black. Did you have that? Did you you we had the foreskin search. Oh, for fuck's oh. sake. Please and tell. Yeah, it's disgusting. Please tell, did you say? It's, dis- it's disgusting what they put you through. And there's no need for it. It's to get, to get That's what I said. What are you what are you on about foreskin search? You're kidding me. And he goes, No, you could have drugs in there. Oh <laughs> for fuck's sake. You Sorry. have to slowly pull it back while he's Peter gazing at you like this. Yeah, it's it's not right. It's And it's, then he tells you when you can just put it back. Yeah, when he's finished paving on you. Yeah. Then you, have to turn, then you have to turn around, bend over, spread your butt, it's wide open and cough. Well, one of them told one of the officers like, told me to do that, and I told her she had to do it. She said, spread him, I said, You spread him. <laughs> had me squat and cough and said spread them I said I won't you spread them mm. you want to spread them you spread them I ain't and she's not allowed to touch me so spread them I didn't <laughs> you can fuck off last cell in the horseshoe then did they pull you out and give you a classification um, they classified me as max I was maximum skills because I was a flight risk um, and because of me amount of charges and me bond um, and then I was carted off to Pettyville, not Pettyville, Maricopa. Estrella. Estrella. No, that's the prison. Estrella is the county. The county, Estrella. Pettyville is the, the prison. prison. Right. Yeah, yeah. See, brain farts are terrible. <laughs> so I was in county. On the, on the transport to the county jail, Estrella, were you with, still with our female co-defendants or had they been split from no, you? No, no, we wasn't allowed. So they found a very hard job housing me. Because mm. everywhere I went, there was a co-defender or somebody I wanted to kill. So, and I didn't want to be on the dorm, so I purposely got in trouble to be removed from the dorms and be put in the tower where I can have a cell and See, not listen to 150, 200 women on the rag. Describe the dorm first. The dorm is a nightmare because there's a lot of girls and women on there. 25. Hey, I'll keep your ears and all that shit, you know. Go and do it. Stop shouting about it. Go and strangle her. Do something. Stop screaming. <laughs> Was there a lot of fights? Not really. They were more no. shouting than... They, Typical fucking women, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll keep your ears. And the, <laughs> the duck dance. <laughs> What's that about? By the time you've done that, it busted you, you're dead, you're gone. What, what, what? You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> right. Somebody comes clucking at you like a dog. You're like, what are you doing? Don't you? Did you have that often coming at you or no? At first, a few occasions, but then no. They didn't fuck with you? No. Why is that? Well, I had to make a stand a couple of times and then me mouth alone. I yeah. Just, just me gob. Those Basically, people who, yeah. who challenged you, what, what, did they, what happened to them then? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I told you about one. No, I'll tell the viewers. I did on the last one, I think. No, yeah, but act like um, right. we've never heard it. This poor woman, I, I felt sorry for her. She was, this is in county. She'd been brought in off the street. She was coming down off heroin, so she was... Uh, taking, um, mm. vomiting on herself and just lying in it. Nobody looked after her, so I go in and look after her. I go in this and I clean her up. And she just this little skin. You wouldn't know she was under there. She was that thin and small. She was under the blanket. You wouldn't even know she was there. Yeah. You know, she was that tiny. So I looked after her. You know, because I felt it's just natural for me. And she was covered in sick and messed herself. So I picked her up and stood in the shower, holding her in the shower. 
let the water hit it because I got told it, it helps. So um, I helped her wash and clean, and then one day she decided that she wanted tablets, she wanted to get high, basically, and I'm playing a game of spades for a bar of chocolate. You know, it's a big, big thing on this game of spades. I want me bar of candy, you know what I mean? So her cell was there and our table was there, so I'm playing the cards, and as I look over, she's sitting there like that on the stool, and she goes, and lies on the floor, I'm like, oh, no, bitch. I said, no. So, because they lock you down, if they yeah. think somebody's having a seizure or something, she's just lying there like that, waiting for the officer to come and give her medication. Oh. So she's acting, you know what I mean? I'm, you're not locking us down, because my phone calls are three o'clock to me kids every day through the mm. counsellor. I said, you lock us down now, I said, I'll kill you. I'm warning you. I said, get up off the floor. <laughs> Nothing up with that. I thought, oh my God, all this stuff I've done for you and you're going to get me locked down, I can't talk to me kids. So I lost it. So she comes out of the office. I can't say her name, she's a lovely little peg. Lovely officer. She comes, what's going on? I was born. I said, I'll take the notice. She just fell off the stool. She's fine. Like this. I well, she come running at me like a bleeding windmill. <laughs> what are you doing? So I just grabbed her like this and I just kneaded in the face and <laughs> punched her a few times. And then I got cuffed and dragged out. And I said, no, I said, you need to check your camera. She come at me. I yeah. didn't start nothing. She come at me and I'm defending myself. So I got a little rice up for that, but not a lot of trouble, like. But mm. I did get in trouble a little bit for it. You didn't get put in? No, but she no. Didn't, nobody bothered me after that, like. Because I've got hold of her by the head of face. I'm saying, what is she doing? <laughs> and I'm holding the back like this. I'm going, what's she doing? She's like this at me. And the girls who were playing cards were pissing themselves laughing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's getting on my nerves now. So I'm just finished it off. Because I held it at bay for a while, and so I don't want to hit you, you know what I mean? You're, you're not well, obviously, you're frail, mm. and I, I just snap into it, she's only a little thing. But she got on my tits, she wouldn't stop. I was like, well, come on now, you're getting on my nerves. I said, what's she doing? I said, she's getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> so was that, you were, still in the you were still in the dorm at that point, were no, you? No, that was in the tower. Okay, so how did you get moved from the dorm? Oh, Lord, the dorms, the first one was one of our coach events, and it couldn't stand the cocksucker. <laughs> the cocksucker. You know who she is. The cocksucker. Um, yeah, she's cocksucker. <laughs> she likes Peter's cock. Um, she was on the bunk above me when I woke up, and I heard the voice, recognised the voice, <laughs> dragged it off the bunk. They had beef on the streets before all this, and all of a sudden, she ended wild woman's in, they put on the same bunk. She's on the bunk above me. You and I know. woke up to her voice. She'd been brought in in the night. And she's a co-defendant. So she shouldn't have been there in the first place. No. So I know the voice. Mm. I looked at her, oh my God. I looked like that and I went, Rush. I dragged it off the bed. Kicked she out of here. So I got moved off that dorm. Um, then I got put in another dorm. So I got some tobacco, because you're not allowed to smoke. Um, off somebody. Stood in the middle of the dorm and started smoking a fag. And they're like, put it out. I said, I will, but I'm finished with it. Mm. What are you going to do? Put me in jail. The smoking is something that isn't illegal. Yeah. So they moved me again to another pod. Then I had a fight with... Oh, <laughs> I forgot about her, this girl. She, your beds are head-to-head, -head, literally. That's the top of my bed and that's the top of their bed that way. So her head's there, my head's there, and our feet are that way. How many beds are in a dorm? Well, like 300 women in each dorm. So it's like... Some are too high, some are three. Depends what dorm you're in. L dorm it's just like the warehousing of human beings. Yeah. Wow. So they're all, you know, um, I've lost my train of thought. 
So oh, so this girl, anyway, she's minted. Loads of money, you know, loads of commissary, all this money getting put on her books. Bags of brown bags on her head. And they ate it all night. And then she'd go and throw it up. Because she was anorexic. So, bulimia. So, well, yeah. bulimia, whatever they call it. So she yeah. got and puke it up. What this, waste? This poor girl coming from the streets, absolutely starved. She'd just come from the all shoe. She was been there for days, and you know how it goes. So I give her a nudge. I give her a moon pie. Just give her, like thirty cents was it? So twenty five cents, something like that for a moon pie. It's like a wagon wheel, basically. Mm-hmm. And I said, just give her a biscuit or something. I said, she's starving. It's a shame. I won't let her get her own food. I said, oh my god. I said, you greedy bitch. I said, you've got bags of food. I said, besides that, you puke it up. You don't even eat it. What a waste. I said, give her some food. So she walks off with her back to me, pulls her pants down and shows me her ass. <gasps> oh, bitch, no, you didn't. <laughs> I was behind her like, a, I was like, faster than a fucking fast, I tell you. <laughs> Grabbed hold of her hair, dragged her back and beat the shit out of her so I got moved again. I said, don't give a shit. Who the fuck you, eh, eh boyfriend was a solicitor. So we ain't that good because you sat here, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> How good's he? Exactly. You sat here eating your fucking moon pies. I fucking went mad. Honestly, I could have killed her. Moon pies. You, you know, you sell us a fucking solicitor. You ain't that fucking good, is he, bitch? No. Could have sent you your moon pie money. Probably off shagging everyone while he's got you locked up. But I was mad that the thought that she'd let somebody starve and rather puke the food up than give it somebody. It pissed me off. What a waste. Well, it was. It was The poor girl was starving. I didn't have anything because I just got in there myself. Yeah. So I didn't have anything to give her. Otherwise, I'd have given myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I got moved from that. Then I went to another dorm. I've been in JK, Elwen, and all of them. Then I ended up in eight hour, B Tower, and then I settled in A Tower because I had a room to myself. Lovely. Under the stairs. Just me, myself, and I. That was, and that was bliss. Yes. The minute they move somebody in, they move some straight back out. What, you made sure of that? Yeah. <laughs> This bitch ain't staying here with me. And in in intake, um, you're in intake for like two, three weeks, is it? Before you hit the yards and they put you in your orange jumpsuit and... 26 months for me. I was in intake for about six weeks, somewhere around there. And they kept bringing new intakes in and they kept taking them back out. Because their bunk was... I was on bottom bunk because I broke my foot. You broke your foot? I broke my foot because I've got arthritis in my hand so I've got no grip. And I had to climb, because I'm four foot eight, to the second bunk. So as I'm gripping the bars to climb up, my hand gave way. Oh. My foot was stuck in the bar. I fell back and my foot snapped in half here. Oh. So carrying me, this big fat cow I am, two officers, one had hold me legs and one had hold me because I couldn't put my foot down because it snapped. And my bum's dangling on the floor and I'm pissing myself laughing and they're laughing their heads off. I'm going, oh, come on now, you've got my ass dangling on the floor, are you mate? <laughs> yeah, so I broke my foot. Um, so you got a bottom bunk slip? So I got a bottom bunk slip in the end. Is that a good one? Oh, everyone yeah. wants a bottom bunk slip. Oh, yeah. There's fights have... over bottom bunks. Yeah, you've got, there... yeah, you got to have the bottom bunk. Someone shows up and they're like trying to take the bottom bunk and like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I got a bottom bunk slip. Show me your bottom bunk slip. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, so um, this girl they brought in and intake, they had, she was there, so I was here like this. And this area underneath the air bunk is where you make your cup of tea or write your letters. It's a little area, about this big with a stool. Is that a little, little kitchen? 
So air beds, it's, what's on it? Little kitchen or little desk or something. No, it's just a piece of wood. Piece of metal, piece of metal. They've got a metal circle bolted to the wall as your stool and a metal square of table bolted to the wall as your table. That's it. Other than that, you've got a combination sink toilet. Metal. It's all metal. (laughs) So then, so this bed's this way, my bed's this way, right? Yeah. There's this white stuff falling down. Oh, right. And I'm going... I'm thinking she's picking the paint off the wall. I'm like, stop picking the paint, it's going everywhere. It's not, I'm just picking my feet. Oh! Oh! I saw my ass, I swear down, I went off. I was like a fucking lunatic. What did you say? Oh, I I, I can't even repeat, I couldn't even remember because I just went off. I've never, I'm like, oh my God, banging on the door, get this dirty bitch out of here! So then you moved here. Then they brought another one in, and she was um, a child molester. They removed her really fast. How did you know? Mm. How did you know her charges were? Because she told me. She told you? Not just outright came out of it? Yeah. Yeah. They do. They're in GP. They no consequences unless somebody does something about it, obviously. It does in the end, but not as bad as men's prison, I don't think. No, no, no. I think the men's prison's more... um, the women aren't gangsters or anything or separated. We, we sit with Mexicans and Indians and everything. We all sit together. There's no racial divide with no. the women. They're more interested in how to do their eyes with Crayola. Yeah. <laughs> Best makeup ever. It doesn't wash off. Oh, really? Yeah, you just melt the pencil under your tap, get it nice and warm. Lovely blue eyeliner. <laughs> Use the brown one for your makeup. Red yeah. for your lipstick. Bit pink. Yeah. Bit pink. <laughs> yeah. So, wild, wild woman showed up in, in court one day with her every colour of the rainbow. I was doing oh, Crayola. How did you do that? Crayola. As well? Bit, pencils, yeah. No, no Kool-Aid? Oh, because Kool-Aid was the pink and the purple, yeah, that was the Kool-Aid. So you just sort of yeah. put a bit in your hair? Yeah, you just dip it in the Kool-Aid. Well, mine was bleached, really, really bleached, so it went pink and purple, was it? Pink and purple. And you're like, you can't go court like that, why not? I was just like... Last. So you turned up with rainbow coloured hair yeah. to court. Just just to be funny, really. I think that's brilliant. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just I thought there's nothing they can do to me. No. You know, what are you gonna do? You know, that... Pink hair. <laughs> Didn't you and Wildman get kicked out of court that day for horseplay? Horseplay? What do you mean? No, we got kicked out, I think it was. I can't remember. Did I get kicked out as Both, well? Both you got kicked out for horseplay. He kept trying to grab me tits in my ass. It was terrible. <laughs> terrible. Nothing. Yeah, it was terrible. In court, facing life sentences, it's all totally serious and, like, they get kicked out for horseplay. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to tap me in the lift and everything, didn't he? <laughs> I'll be packing in now. So you're at Perryville at this point in the story, is it? No, I'm still at, yeah, no. You're still at Australia, uh, but you've got your own cell. Yeah, I'm in the tower then. Um, and I settled in then for a bit because I was there two two years in county. Um, back in two to court once a month. They'd roll you out at God's forsaken hours in the middle of the night with blackened windows, so you never saw daylight. Well, they could, court, there was no wreck. If you're in court the following afternoon, you, they get the you dungeon. up at like midnight, one o'clock. Yeah, and oh, they really? take you in the middle of the night and they throw you in this big, massive dungeon area. And there's hundreds all waiting to go to court, all sitting on the floor, freezing to death, knackered because you've been up all night. And they all do the makeup and they all look a wreck by the time they go to court. Because you're oh. in court in the afternoon. You sat in the dungeon from midnight. 
you know, it's it, it's just torture, really. They could just take you to court. Yeah. It's in case you're planning an escape, so they don't tell you the rules or when you go and you just go. Roll up, you go and court. Got caught, they will let you know in the middle of the night you got caught in the morning. So you don't know, you're not prepared or anything. They just spring it on you, don't they? So you're not ready for court. Mm. And then you sat in this dungeon with all these... Because it, it was called the dungeon, wasn't it? <clears throat> it used to be the morgue. Wow. Where we was, it was a big hole in the wall where they used to put the bodies through. You could see the stains on the walls in there. <sighs> yeah. And they'd all sit there. It was, it was, it was, it's gross. The trees are like... I think pigs are treated better, actually. Farm pigs are treated much better than what we were. Now, the prison, on the other hand, is a total different story for me. That's where you go. In America, jail and prison are different. Your jail is on sentence. Well, you're waiting to go to court prison and you go to trial. And once you're right. sentenced, you go to prison. So the prison, you've got more rights. You've got, you're treated much more like a human being. Yeah. And you're proven guilty there. In county jail, you went to go to court to prove your innocence. Yeah. And you're treated like a fucking animal. That doesn't make any sense. No. No. And in prison... You've got to pay rent, $30 a month, to go to jail. Yeah, they charge you. So if I had no money and you sent me 50 bucks, you get yourself some food or clothes or whatever, they'd take it for rent. I wouldn't see it. Well, and you didn't get any money for food sent or anything like well, that? Well, I did have money sent, that's another story. <laughs> Kick somebody else out there over that. Because he tried to rinse poor Angel. I'm allowed to call her Angel? Yeah, yeah, we've interviewed her on the channel. Right, okay. She flew over. Oh, I've missed her interview then. I'm I'll just send that. you that one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've not seen our other co-defendant interview, Angel, it is on the True Crime Podcast playlist. A word from our sponsor, Manscaped. This holiday season, I'm giving thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Do I tell my extended family that I have the Performage Package 4.0 from the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming? Not to mention, it includes the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer to tame my bush and score brownie points with the in-laws. Gift yourself Manscaped or the man in your life who needs it. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With 20% off, plus free shipping with the code SHAUN, S-H-A-U-N, 20 at manscaped.com. For years, I've been using other shavers on my man parts, and those little beard trimmers tend to nick my skin and cause bleeding. Manscaped has remedied all of that. For the gifters out there, Manscaped, to seal the deal with two free gifts from in their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped boxes and the shared travel bag. Gifting Manscaped is the ultimate hack to become the family favourite. Manscaped has been busy and just launched their refined body wash and two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. Both feature the Manscaped signature scent and will help unlock your confidence this year. Your boys and body will be oh so fresh and so clean when you start off your self-care routine with the ultimate body wash, shampoo and conditioner. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SHAUN20, S-H-A-U-N, 20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SHAUN20 at manscaped.com. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. 
we were getting money put on somebody else's books who were already in there because they just took it off us, you see, for rent. We yes, wouldn't have seen course. it. So, because we were in there a long time, so they back pay it. So if I got arrested in the May and I got money in December, all that would go back to May to my rent. Fantastic. Right. Right. So, so you fiddled, fiddled it to get... So, and you pay them. You get order $5 worth of stuff for yourself and order my stuff. And angels, well, these thought they could take the piss. They didn't realise she wasn't on her own, you see. And I was having a really bad day as what, well. This is my Asian co-defendant angel. Yeah, I've seen the She's very, yeah. she's a lovely, lovely girl. She's not aggressive or she's not a nasty person. I've never known her to be anyway. So I didn't like the way they were treating her, really. They were mm. being a bit like, I think it was because she was a native Indian, isn't she? Asian. Asian. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Angel. She didn't belong to any group. And that no, racial, no racial no, group. Yeah. She no, yeah. She's a nice person. Yeah. Is still. But um, they were picking on her a little bit, and I wasn't having a good day to begin with. So I just rammed her head in the sink, kind of. <laughs> sorry. So I had to go in there, like, that was in county. So they left me alone. Mm. And they realised this little midget, you know, Little I might be, but... Pocket rocket? Well, I've got... They call me a chihuahua on steroids over there. <laughs> <laughs> little chihuahua on steroids, they used to say. So, what, yeah. what was the racial um, variation? What do you mean? Like, was it mostly whites, um, blacks, Mexicans, Mexican-Americans? I'd say a lot of Mexican, which is mm. a shame. Because they're easy targets, aren't they? Mm. For the government, for the, the scared to get arrested in case they get deported. When I was in immigrations, there was a woman in there, his two sons of four for America soldiers. Mm. They were away in Iraq at the time. And um, she was getting deported oh, wow. to a country she'd never been because her mum and dad brought her over when she was a baby. She'd lived in America all her life. Her sons are fighting for the country and they're dumping it in the middle of Mexico without a soul. Doesn't know anybody, doesn't know where she is. She's never been in Mexico in her life. And I'm like, wow, I couldn't believe they was deporting her. Fucked up system. Yeah. yeah. And she only got pulled for like a driving offence. So when they run her name, she was So illegal. did she even know she was in the country illegally? I'm, I'm, I suppose she did. Yeah. But I don't think she think it would ever affect her because she was a grown woman with a, adult children fighting yeah. for their country. Exactly. And their country through their mother house while they were away. Go figure. Yeah. They're American because they were born in America. The children. So she was sent on her own without her family in the middle of nowhere. She named the place. It was some mad place where she nobody goes. I felt so sorry for her. Mm. You know, I thought that's it's not right. No. Yeah. Did not you money. did you make friends then with any of the women? I made a lot of friends. I'm still in contact with a lot of them. What were her stories? Um, well, in the actual prison or. Um, any, anyway, any of them, yeah. Well, the county was all different. It was all like different things, as you know. Was, County's the, just people coming yeah, in and out. Just, in and out it's just a melting pot. In prison, everyone's sentenced, so they all know each other. It's more yeah, stable. Start making because I was friends. in there for two years, yeah. I seen people come and go to prison. So when I got to prison, they all knew me because they all spent time with me in county. So when I first got there, uh, Pearl, her name was. I'm sure she's still here, but I heard word that she'd passed or not, but I won't say for sure. Just a little uh, African-American girl, and she uh, she's only little, but she was like a boy, probably yeah. dude, you know. She was a dude. <laughs> and uh, I looked after her in county, and she was a feisty little thing, you know what I mean? Tough as boots. 
And the minute I entered the gate, nobody knew when I was coming, it was just one of them things when I arrived. She said, I'll be waiting for you, ma'am. She said, I'll be waiting for you. I'm like, right, and they all said it, you know, they were all waiting for me when I got there, funny enough. Because <laughs> I'm glad you say that, I mean, all right, you know, one of them, but you don't. I'm like, I'll see you there, you know, one of them. So I don't even know why I'm, by the time I get there. But they were waiting for me, guaranteed that. And Pearl comes running down, because she was up on the top run of the yard. She comes running, ma, ma. And I'm like, this is the hell screaming me. And then I recognised the husky voice of those. I'm like, where are you? She comes running along the landing like that. Wait, 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 wait. She runs back to her cell, comes running back with this box. And it had everything in it that I could want. Shampoo, conditioner, even a pair of trainers. Oh, wow. uh, tobacco, soap, everything. A little care package, but, uh, soup, noodles. Yeah, I've been waiting. I've been collecting this since I got here. So she's gone around doing collections. She's on her way. She's on her way. Oh, how sweet. And they all put stuff in the box for me from when I got there. Were there many other people from the UK there, or were you the no, only one? No, it was only one. It was only you? Yeah. Oh, well. In the women, obviously, there was the men's. The foreign yeah. nationals, I'm also I was the only English. South Americans. I was the only English, and I think that's why I got away with a lot. I did get away with a lot with the officers as well, because they were fascinated in mm. the way I spoke. So I'd, wa- the same. I'd wind them up. They loved it hearing the English. They were fascinated. By it. And some of the questions you come up with, you're like, wow, you're proper thick. What were they asking? <laughs> what language did they speak they, in England? One girl asked me what language I spoke in England, so I told her we spoke French. Yeah. Spanish. And you write in English, no Spanish. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it, me, me bunky Christy. And I said, is she taking the piss like? And she goes, no, she's asking you the questions. I'm like, oh my God, how thick are you? I speak English. I love your accent. I haven't got an accent. You've got an accent. You're speaking my language with an yeah. American accent. <laughs> I'm speaking English. I've got an accent. Don't speak in English with an American. They've got the accent. And I'll stand by that, Americans. <laughs> no, but I have got, a, I did make a lot of friends over there. Yeah. In and out of prison. So you said you're still friends with them to this day? Yeah, I still speak to a few. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. What about when it came to getting your hair cut? Oh. My hair cut? Your hair cut. cut. Well, we know you coloured it nicely. Who was the prisoner that had was the inmate barber? She was the inmate barber for the, she was a barber for the staff. <laughs> for the staff, she had chopped up her husband, put his torso in the um, skip dumpster, whatever they call it over there, next to it outside their salon. Bought the chainsaw with their credit cards. I actually thought she was going to get away with it. They've never found his head. Never no, found his head. Never found his head. Yeah, and. Um, she was in the in Pettyville with me. She wanted to go to I don't know if I'm allowed to say what I'm not, you see. Back to her own country, because she wasn't from America. So she wanted to go back to her country because she'd only have to do half her time. Mm. This is what we were trying to what do. What sentence was she on? Well, she chopped somebody off and murdered him, her husband. Yeah, but what uh, how long? What it was life, isn't it? So she would have done half that back in her country. Yeah. So she'd have been done in a couple of years. Life is 25. Yeah, starts so, at 25. And she been, done and a half. Well, she'd already is, done a few years, so she'd already... Full term. You know, she'd already done a couple of years, so she'd have practically been going home. But she didn't win the case. So she was the hairdresser who had... She had her own salon and everything. They were um, <laughs> quite well off. It was, she own, was trusted it was, with scissors? It was a, yeah, she was the hairdresser in there. Then there was a... We called her Lizzie Borden. Is it Borden? Mad Lizzie. 
years ago, Lizzie Borden. Yeah. Well, we called her Lizzie Borden, this woman in there, because Kathy, her name was, Kath. She had this leg to drag with a pickaxe on yard crew. And they struck me next to her with a rake. And I'm like, no. She chopped her parents off, was eating her mother, and her dad was in the freezer when they arrested her. And they gave her a pickaxe to go on yard crew with me with a rake. <laughs> so little old me, as hard and tough as I think I might think I am, no, I run off down the other end. Of the, yeah. I am not working next to her. But she'd slide. <laughs> and she was on that much medication. She looked off. Kathy's something, I can't remember her other name anyway, but... Yeah. She cut up her parents and ate them. Well, she was beginning to, she was starting to be her mum. Was it her grand? No, it was her parents. And her dad was in the freezer. He was for after sleep. But they're in general population with a pickaxe. I'm like, what's all you people? It's scary, like. I think what it is, with the, most people in prison are men. They're on so medication. There's, so there's loads of men's prisons and different security levels. But with the women... It's or a fraction of the prison population. They're all together, yeah. no matter what crime. Unless they um, go to Punk City themselves and they PC up, you know. Punk City? Yeah. What's that? Protective custody. Oh, right. <laughs> punk City, it's where the punks go. <laughs> to protect themselves because they're in danger. So they'll yeah. go to PC. Otherwise, they're in general population with everyone else. And what sort of people are in PC, Punk City? Well, like snitches, paedophiles. Right. Yeah, child abusers. The worst of the worst. Yeah. You're right. Did you see any convict justice on sex offenders that were in GP? What do you mean? Anyone, oh, Anyone, anyone attacks any sex offenders or anything like that? Like a blanket fight, you mean? Blanket fights? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put the blanket on you. And, and they put, you. no, they put like padlocks or batteries in a sock. And then... Then they do you. Fine. And there's no marks. Is that all? No. Oh. So it's a blanket party. They usually get you in the shower. Right. It's when you're most vulnerable, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's when they normally get them. Have you seen that been done? Oh, yeah. You just carry on walking. Because you yeah, don't want to get in it for, obviously. Mm. You know, women, the women aren't, they're not like men. They'll moan and whine about stuff, and like you do. Just as they are outside with moaners, you know what I mean? Um, and they just sit and moan, mostly. So if somebody's having a blanket party, you know it's over something to do with, like, child molestation or something like that. So, yeah, just let get on with it. Yeah, so yeah. you just walk on by, and so do the officers. They do? Yes. Wow. And they use the excuse, which is a good one, I guess, they are not allowed to actually look into the shower because they're mainly men. All the officers are male. So it's in the very, women's prison? Yes, it's very wow. few female officers, and mainly men. So um, they, they can flash real quick, or they'll go officer on walking, if you're in the shower, they have to let you know they're passing, but they can't actually look in. Do you know many of the male officers who've been sleeping with women there? Well, there's a few women who get pregnant in their lifers. I'll be right back. There's Keep a few going. people that um, have been in relationships with officers and they lose their job. Okay. You know, because they get found out, obviously. And what it's a shame because a lot of them are young officers and they're so easily... Persuaded. You know, yeah, by a lot of the women, so... Yeah. More fuel I'm no but. And what happens to the baby... Well, they go into care. They don't keep them. Usually in America, which I thought was was a bit strange, like because I don't think we do it here, they can just say, well, they're going to take me baby for me and they're going to mind it till I come home. It doesn't have to necessarily be an approved family member or something. It could be somebody who's just leaving the prison. 
right. that they're going to look after it. You know, it, it's it's strange the way it's anyone can mind a baby. Yeah, and this I is a regular occurrence. It seems that way. It doesn't seem. I mean, they might do checks. I don't know, but to me, it seems like the, the way it went is if they're just allowed to leave the baby with anybody. You know, they've, who's got your kids? Then oh, such and such used to be my mate. Well, you were telling me, what was it earlier about uh, the graveyard outside of that? Yeah, there's, um, it's called Potter's Field. Potter's Field. And right. it's where they uh, bury the indigents, which are people who've got no family, no money, no nothing. It's where they bury them. But there's a lot of babies buried there as well. Yeah. What inmates have, like, miscarried. I had an, um, a roommate and she miscarried twins. I can't, I can't do that one. No she wants some water. Don't worry, Carrie. Yeah, yeah, I'll grab that. Two seconds. Sorry, I can't name. Oh, I just need a minute. Yeah, that's fine. I can't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might do eventually, but not right now. Was there a lot of... Because um, she was my roommate, you know. It's what? She was my cellmate, and I had to um, help her kind of thing. Yeah. And she was losing the twins. It wasn't nice. Jesus. In the prison? In the cell, yeah. It wasn't nice, so... Because she'd been seeing the guard? No, she'd come in pregnant. Okay. This girl. Yeah. Wow. What, what was the ratio of male to female guards? It was mostly male. There was... Um, there wasn't many females. It was mostly male. Yeah. It was... Um, the, the couple of females that there was, the majority of them were quite... You know, they were approachable and quite nice. They was the odd one or two that you just didn't get on with and they were just cows, yeah. just because they had the um, authority, you know, I'm in charge. Daddy Big Balls and all that, until you slammed the door in their face. Because they hung the phone, she hung the phone up. Antillion, her name was, is. So Antillion, um, big fat camel toe that she was, she... Um, Sorry. I had my phone call, as I said, at three o'clock every day. Oh, thanks, love. Um, to talk to the kids. It was arranged so the kids were there because of the time difference and all that, you know, so it was a three o'clock thing. Um, and I'm on the phone to my mum this time and she's telling me she's dying of cancer. And she only had so many months to live, so I'm chatting to my mum on the phone and she, I could barely hear her because it was lung and throat. So she's talking to me about uh, her cancer and that and it was locked down for head count. This was two, two o'clock, half two. Um, so I'm chatting to my mum and they knew that they didn't have to lock me down because I was on the phone via, it was a three-way call through the British Consulate in LA, so they couldn't s switch me off. So I'm chatting away to my mum, she's lock it down, lock it down, and I'm, I'm on the phone. And she knew, every officer in there was approved by the warden, it was all approved, so I knew my rights. And I'm on the phone, I'll lock down when I'm finished, I'm talking to my mum. So... She's, lock it down, Osborne, lock it down. I'm on the phone, so she comes up and goes, click. I lost, I lost it. And she done, all she done was that. On the oh. shoulder, get in your cell. Turn around, went, fuck off, and shut the door right in her face. And then, so she slammed it shut. So I'm banging, open the door. I, I, I was like, I was got, if I'd have got my hands on it, I'd have been done for something else. I'd have done time mm. for something, I'd have killed her. I was livid, livid. The fact that she put a fucking hand on me as well, I went off. So yeah. they put me on in the hole, 
for him. I was there for over a week before the hearing officer come to see me. On the so month. what's the whole night, sorry? Solitary confinement. What, what's it like? It's um, a cell about as, a little bit wider than this table. Um, with just a bed and a toilet and a door. It's, it's, like, it's, much, it's just a concrete cell like any other cell, really, but you get no blanket, you get no pillow, you get nothing. You get one drink of juice a day oh. of Kool-Aid, this big. You get a loaf, what they call a loaf, which is, I, it's like dog food and horse shit. I don't know what it is, I couldn't describe it. I couldn't describe the smell or the taste of it, and I squash it down and put it under the door to whoever I was having shower hour because they'd eat it. Yeah. So I didn't eat for a week. Um the aid and officer come and see me and she asked me what was going on, so I told her um, what had happened. I didn't deny anything. I said, I did smack her right in the face. I said, but she pushed me first and she's got no right to put her hand on me. I'm a British citizen. <laughs> <laughs> I used that card so many times. Um, so they ended up just three weeks. I could have got months in there, but I only done three weeks in the, in the, in the hole. And they let me out. She said, I'll have to give you some what time. What three you've weeks been... like? I bet you were going mental. Actually, I quite... Um, Enjoyed the peace and quiet, to be honest, and being on my own, Yeah. in all honesty. And then you're allowed out an hour every other day. Every third day, you're allowed out an hour for a shower and to mm. exercise around the pod, not to go outside. I never saw a daylight for two years. Oh there was no God. rec, because there was never any staff to take in. The rec room was this big, with about 50 women in it, just walking around in circles. That I've was a the yeah. And it was 10 minutes long in blistering heat. So why bother? Yeah. And most of the time there was no wreck because there was no staff to take her. So yeah, I didn't I see daylight for two years because he took me to court in the middle of the night. So I didn't know what daytime looked like. That must have for two years. Brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No windows, no nothing. What, you just... No wreck, no nothing. I didn't have any wreck. I didn't see any daylight. Well, in the first year I did see some daylight, but no, the I second never. year I didn't. I didn't see any daylight for two years. Because we went up higher security levels. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it wasn't a very nice experience anyway. I mean, it sounds like nothing, but when you're going through it, it is... It's pretty bad when you're going through it. When you talk mm. about it, it doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. But it, it is when you're actually there and doing it, you know what I mean? It's And they're not knowing what's happening with yourself as well for two years. Well, there's no... All the... Um, you can't in there, is there? You know, they just roll you Not even time. a mirror? Nothing. Not even a mirror? No. Not that I wanted to look at myself like that. You can get yourself yeah. some tinfoil, you might be able to see how you look after six oh, months. Oh, you can make the stuff I learned to make. I learned to make candles with earwax. Candles with earwax? Hair wax. Oh, I thought you said earwax. Earwax, yeah. Well, you could, you could. I didn't go that far. I'm not going to ramp open people's ears because you wax. <laughs> what a fag. <laughs> and the string off her uh, blanket and we stick it in the hair grease where the, the black lady used to use stop the itch. Yeah. And... Um, like the candle behind the toilet every night before 10 o'clock for lockdown and we'd all spark our fag up. Oh, my God. After lockdown. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> I had the lighter and the tobacco. <laughs> so I run the pod. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a ciggy, you better behave. Get me locked down, I'm telling you. <laughs> that was all I wanted, never to be locked down. Yeah. Don't get me locked down in that room because I will go off and you'll no more fags, no more light, no nothing. And yeah. I'll go off. And that's the only time I, go, I went off, off, was when they locked me down and I couldn't use the phone. Yeah. And I lost that contact with me kids. That was my only 
lead to life was that phone call. And how old were the children when you were in? Amy was seven, Carl was nine, and Lee was 12, And did they know what was going on? Amy's 30 this year, so 2002, about seven. Did they know what was going on, obviously? Yeah. Fully aware? Obviously, yeah. Once I was arrested and, you know, never lied to them, obviously. Oh, shit. What were their thoughts? Do you know? Um, It was very hard when I first came home. My daughter was like a complete stranger, and I was to her, because she was seven. I come home to an adult. Yeah. Come home to a 17, 16, 17-year-old. Teenager, yeah. Yeah, and I found her. I used to catch her just staring at me, just staring. And I'd be like that, and I'd, and I'd, I'd look, and she'd, she'd look away. Oh. She was trying to remember me. She couldn't remember me. We still have... Um, we're only just really bonding now this last year or two, to be honest. You yeah. know, because I was still treating her like a five-year-old. Yeah. Too old. Don't be doing that. You know, I was still treating her like a kid. You know, yeah. I still moan and nag at her. She gets nagged at every day, bless her, you know what I mean? I'm terrible with that. <laughs> but, you know. So how often would you take the calls in jail? How long were you off? Um, uh, sorry, how often I was only allowed on? once a week, but I got them every day. <laughs> <laughs> because um, the lady from the consulate, um, I'm not going to get in trouble, <laughs> but she done a lot of phone calls that mm. she shouldn't have, really, because of the cost. So they eventually, she said, I'm going to have to cut your calls down. To like three a week, he said, because the bill's really high. Because I was on the phone for hours, because yeah. I'd speak to all the children. Yeah. Maybe my sister, she'd let me phone my sister, she'd let me phone my mum, she'd let me phone, well, they'd phone a three way call, yeah. but they'd go off the call and just leave me to chat. So it was, you know, so many time for the three kids, it was hours. It was a yeah. lot of money, especially a collect call to England, you know what I mean? So the government, the um, consular paid for all that. But she, had to, she was getting in trouble for the bill. So she had to start cutting the calls down. And bless her, she come all the way from California to visit me just because she thought I needed a visit because I didn't have a visit of anybody. What, the entire time you were there? No. She was the only person you visited? Once, yeah, she came to see me. Oh, wow. Didn't you communicate with Wildman through consular mail? Um, kiting, yeah. Do you want to explain how that works? It's a kiting. You um, you're right to say you're in prison and I want to write to you so he'd piggyback for me I'd write to him and he'd mail it to you from his house so it's from the outside piggybacking yeah so just to clarify again for the viewers if they've not seen Wild Woman's explanation one of those charges was that your your son answered the phone and passed it to you and the other one he uses was used the phone to to buy uh, weed weed to buy weed because it's it's a conspiracy case Every, if you're at the top of the conspiracy, which I was, I can get charged for that as well. That's why I was charged for it, but it was dropped. And it wasn't dropped with me. I got 10 months for it. You got it, 10 it months just, for yours, yeah, yeah. I got 10 months added on to be charged for that. Yeah. But that was just like, um, they made it look like it, something it wasn't. Yes. Of a minor. He isn't a minor. He was 17. Big, and, big lad. Yeah, big lad. Yeah. Um, he's not a minor in our ear. And obviously in America, they got to be 21. Mm. You know, so he was classed as a minor, which makes the, makes the charge look horrendous when it's not, no. basically. So they start out charging you with as much horrible oh, things as possible. They like used car salespeople, the prosecutors. Yeah. yeah. The char- start at this price, charge you everything under the sun, knowing that some mud will stick. Yeah. So you, you, you're shitting yourself and you're going to get 200 years, but then they come down, 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 down. And then, you know, you, like in my case, I signed a plea bargain for nine and a half years. And I, I was thinking I was lucky to yeah. get nine and a half after facing mm. 200. 
that's how they mess with your psychology? They mess with your psychology. Yeah, they do mess with your brain, especially when you're tired and you, you don't know what's going on around you and they just keep feeding you all this, you know. It's, it's a mind game. The worst really. part is being on sentence and not knowing. Them two years was the worst. Yeah. Now, the, the, remand, the remainder of the four years, what I've done, after the two years, went like that. So blinked and it was done. We're before your sentencing. Does that get added? Um, time off. Yeah, time, time saved. Yeah. yeah. It, with some, it okay. did with me, but some of some they don't. Yeah. But they did with me. It was time saved. So that two years come in. So I only had to do the four years left in prison because I'd done the two in the county, and then um, it was just like it's not plain sailing. But compared to county jail, it was like being on holiday, going to prison. I couldn't believe the the freedom I had. Was Actually, I was more free in prison than I was in county jail. I had more freedom. How did it differ from the Well, I could what get a job. Made? I could earn money. Yeah. I could come out myself. I could have a cigarette on the yard. Couldn't smoke in the room, mm. but you could smoke on the yard until 8pm. Once you locked the door, that was it. Um, I could eat proper food. you go out for proper meals, tea, your canteen and whatever. You were treated more, with a bit more respect than you was. You just treated like an animal, Joe Pio. Um, I ended up working for the warden in the end. The last couple of years, I ended up being like a um, clerk type of thing, a cleaner clerk type, <clears throat> because I was hard work, and that's all I wanted to do, get me out down work and just get the days out the way. I couldn't get out that cell enough, mate. Mm-mm. What do you want me to do? What's, what's the next job? I don't want to be in the cell, because if you're sitting there, the day seems like a week. Yeah. If you're busy, the day's gone, and it just flies by, and it does. If you're kept occupied and busy, 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 you don't realise the day's gone and then it's the next day. And I work from four o'clock in the morning till two o'clock in the morning, go back, have an hour's sleep and go back and work again because we were having potlucks, Christmas parties, leaving parties. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to set three shifts up, morning shift, afternoon shift and night. Then one officer decided he wanted to raid myself after I just saved him. Are you taking the fucking piss? You wanted to raid yourself? Raid myself. Why? I just thought he was. He was a new officer. Right. Never tried it again. <laughs> Because um, Officer Hernandez, I think it was, yeah, it was Hernandez, he's like, no, 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 don't disturb, don't disturb Osborne. Were they quite like, frightened of you? Hmm? Were the guards quite frightened of you then? Well, no, because they just treated me with a bit of respect, like, because yeah. I treated them the same. If they were an arse with me, I'd be an arse with them. It, 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 it give and take on both sides, really. And they weren't that bad, most of them. You get the odd arseholes. Mm. You do anywhere, in a job anywhere, you get an arsehole. You know what I mean? But... You get these young cocky lads who think, you know, the bees and ears and all these women round. Oh, fucking go and have a wank or something, you tit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and one of my friends, oh, I still speak to her, Julie. She's, to look at her when you first entered the prison, was the first woman I saw was there on the floor, just sat there, you know, chilling. Yeah. And uh, she was the first one who caught my eye. She must be about six foot something. Boobs out here, crop shorts here, all these star tattoos all down here, <laughs> all tats. Looks rough, you know what I mean? Oh, God. It's <laughs> awesome in here, like, the big in here. <laughs> and she comes running over to me. Hi! And I'm like, oh, my God. What's your name? And she's still my friend today. I still speak to her. But I've not spoke to her for a couple of months, to be honest, but, you know. And her mum, who I've never met, went out and bought my clothes and my shoes for me to come home in. Wow. Because my clothes didn't fit me anymore. I keep scratching myself. What was she in for? Um, am I allowed yeah. to say stuff? Yeah. She's home now, like. She, her daughter was a tweaker. A tweaker? Nothing. Mm. Um, speed. Mm. 
So she hooked herself up with stuff and took her to school and told, got caught with it and told the authorities her mother gave it her. So her mother got quite a few years for it. Um, her daughter was classed as a victim and she was not, not allowed contact with her ch children. And it was such a shame because she didn't do anything. Her daughter just blamed her. <gasps> Set up by your own daughter. Yeah, to get herself out of shit. Scandalous. Mm. Yeah. And she's a lovely person. But to look at her, you, you wouldn't think, you know what I mean? Have you seen that programme, Orange is the New Black? Yeah. Did, was it like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep One of my kids set me like up on Netflix program. and my picture on Netflix is Crazy Eye. <laughs> oh, that's Crazy Eye. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I can't remember. Probably a darling or something done to me. Tits. Yeah. So what other characters did you meet in there? There was a there was a big spectrum. It was from one end to the other of uh, characters. The there was women who shouldn't be in there at all. There was a girl in there. She was she got nine years for a nine dollar pair of jeans. Huh? A, a, year, a year for every dollar. Yeah, stealing from Macy's. I think it was something like that. Nine years. Macy's man. Having a pair of jeans. Come on now. You know there was another girl in there. She's um, I'm not going to mention names because I think she's ended up on death row. I'm not sure. Uh, she. Um, she killed her fella because she came in and caught him abusing her five-year-old son. Oh. And because she left the room to get the knife, it was premeditated. If she'd have just pulled the knife out and stabbed him, it'd have been a crime of passion. But because she left the room, went to the kitchen, got the knife and come back and stabbed oh, him. I'm sorry I didn't carry my knife on me when I came home and found yeah, but that. That's how, that's how crooked they are and that's how they've got you. Stupid little, little tiny things will set it all off. But that's ridiculous you know, because... So, you know, somebody like her... Uh, I don't know if she's four. She was in county. She'd been in there two years before me and she was still there when I left. And then I heard that she got death row, but I don't know if she did because once she'd gone to there, I would never see her. You see, mm. she didn't hit the yard. So was she gone to Florence, Supermax? No, the, the she, women death row? she's in Perryville. Oh, they have a death row in Perryville? Yeah. How many women are on that? Um, I'm not sure. There's a couple, like, I think. I'm not sure, to be honest. I've never went down that end of the... The prison, obviously. Yeah. It's away. Were they mostly um, killing their partners? Yeah. Crimes mm. of passion. And wow. it's a shame because the law's twisted, you see, whereas they could have worked with that girl with that, you know what I mean? What, 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 what do you want me to do? Somebody got me five-year-old doing stuff to him, you know what I mean? I'll be doing a lot worse. Yeah. yeah. So there's a, there's a big spectrum of different... And there's a woman in there in a wheelchair... Big, massive woman I felt dead sorry for her, you know. She's in there for filming her children having sex with her husband. What? Yes. Yeah. Didn't know. Turned away, so she was the artist. She was doing the murals on the visitation walls. And I'm cleaning, doing the floors with the machines. I'm, oh, that's really good. You're really good. Really beautiful artist, you know what I mean? The artwork, beautiful. So oh, that's lovely. Oh, what are you in for? Big woman in a wheelchair, you know, felt, oh, what are you here for, you? Oh, I just blazed her house. All right. What did she say? She said, well, I was very frightened of my husband and he made me film him having sex with my children. I looked at her and I went, what? I said, he made you film. How could he make you? Did you have a gun I, said, I just said, I said, you know what, love? I said, you need to put your hands on your wheels and move. <laughs> just go. Because I was in the warden's area, I was in the admin area, and I thought, I can't. Uh-uh. I'll lose my job and everything. Mm. So we went in and said to um, somebody, 
I don't want it in this area no more. So she got removed. Great. So they did listen to you in there? Yeah. That's good. I got a Christmas present as well. <laughs> what was that? Am I allowed to say I'm going to get it in trouble? Yeah, yeah. Me, me boss. Yeah. Um, she used to call me Down Under. Why, I don't know, because I'm not from Australia. Down Under. Down Under, she'd shout, Down Under. <laughs> and she'd be there with a feast of popping popcorn in her mouth. She was lovely. She was a really nice person. Um, she tried the best for the women. She uh, shout me in this Christmas time. I go, what? And popcorn, everyone. I thought, oh, you know, I'm not going to say your name. Nearly did. Um, so she goes, there's something over there before you get that. And there's this big basket. And it's got all kinds of tea bags, sugars, milks, just this big basket of tea. Because oh. you can't buy tea bags. No. No tea bags. Folgers coffee only. Um, a time for a brew. I mean, yeah. yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> so she'd ask me about tea. She said, you put milk in tea in England, don't you? She said, it's funny because they have that black tea or iced tea, don't they? They don't yeah. put milk in their tea. They think it's weird. Well, that's what we call it English breakfast, don't they? So she said, yeah. I've got you some little milks. So she got me these little things of milks as well because she knew the English like milk. She said, but you'll have to go and take them in your office. Mm. It's just a back room we used to keep sitting, you know. Um, you have to go and take them in your office and don't take them back to your room. I said I wouldn't because where am I going to get a tea bag from? Mm. So she said, make me a cup of tea. <laughs> I went and said, make me an English cup of tea. So I did. <laughs> she said, <laughs> yeah, big basket of Christmas present. That's not because I didn't have any visitors or so. Can't imagine what it's like. Cause did you get any visitors? I think your parents. Your parents came over every yeah. year, so. No, I didn't want. Oh. It's too expensive for my family. You know what I mean? Yeah. The kids, it wouldn't. They wouldn't have done them any good. No, senior. They were only little. Mm. Five thousand miles. Yeah. It's just once I come to a custom to the fact I'm not going to see them, and you just get on with it, you know it's what I mean? Easier. You know, it, yeah. you do have your little moments on your own and then you just carry on as so, you do, you know. So the letters Peter was sending to you, what sort of thing did they say? In them? Well, some of them I can't repeat. Long time of day. Explain to Jen what commissary is. Commissary. What's on the list? How you, how it, you can order? Your commissary it. is your ordering where you order your, your your food or your hygiene. Yeah. You're allowed it once a week. Um, or was it once a fortnight in county? I can't remember. Once a week. County, it, it was every week. Every week in county. And, and DRC was every week. Was it? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. But there was more we could get. Well, in the men's, it was. I think it was once a fortnight in okay. in uh, county. Yeah. Something like that because they only come every. Perhaps it's one. different for the women. Yeah. 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 Um, so it was like if you got money on your books or you'd order your, what you needed, like food or whatever. Um, you were only allowed to order certain things and so much of certain things. It was cheap. Mm. It wasn't expensive at all. So what sort of, sort of things could you order? Um, noodles. Depends on your noodles. security level as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. So what, what was it in county? What was your favourite? Duplex cookies. <laughs> I lived on duplex cookies and milk. That's what I, that was all I ate. I yeah. lived, literally survived on duplex cookies. I swapped everything for milk. <laughs> you can have my breakfast, I want your milk. Because I'd a bite a biscuit, drink the milk, bite the biscuit, drink the milk. Yeah. A lot of women dip the biscuit. I, I can't dip biscuit in milk. I could take a bite and swig the milk and swish it around in my mouth at the same <laughs> time, but I can't dip the I can dip it in tea. Yeah. I just, so I used to swap everything for... Biscuits and milk. For cookies and milk, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm like with my nuts? So the closest I could get <laughs> to nuts... you should rephrase that, you know. <laughs> the closest I could get to my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Snickers bars 
in the beginning I was having Snickers bars and then I could get peanuts and then once I discovered like the peanut butter. Oh, that was it then. That kept, <laughs> me, that kept me full peanut. I was living. He had a whole jar of it earlier. He ate a whole yeah. jar of peanut Protein's butter. Good for you. Because if you're like if you're in a county jail, remember the two meals a day we get that she described earlier. Yeah, you like a bag we're, of them all. You well, go they saved through you with the rats in and was that Red yeah. Death? Yeah, Red, Red death. death. Oh no, God, the slop. Oh. It was white slop, red death, brown slop, which looked like kibbles and bits. Kibbles and bits looked like diarrhea. Like cat food. Yeah, there's one looked like diarrhea, cat food. This white stuff is supposed to be chicken, I think. <laughs> it was white. You were saying it was emu, weren't they? I don't know what it was. Oh, man. It was chicken, unfit for human consumption. I seen it on the boxes in the kitchen. <sighs> no, so it was like white slop, red slop, the death slop, um, kibbles and bits, and it all. It, 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 you can't even describe the. The taste or the... There's no... Dis, you Did you try any of this? Well, you do it first. It's food, you know what I mean? You look at it and you... <laughs> when you first go in, your first few days, and you try the slop, literally, you, literally, right, you're, you, you, your brain is like, I'm so hungry, I've got to eat something. Yeah. And you look at the slop that you've not you been... You can't the, first couple of days, you like, you just want... You can't even touch it. And then you try. But when you get so hungry, you're yeah. like, I've got to try it, I've got to try it. And all the prisoners laughing, yeah, you'll be eating this in a couple of weeks. And you try it, and it's like it's, straw it's, and dunk it's food. It's, it's oh, There's you... no description to taste or texture of it, really. It looks like puke. Oh, it man. It looks like somebody just puke. You know when a dog yeah. throws up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. looks like dog puke. Yeah. Didn't make him describe it. And it yeah. tastes like dog puke, but I suppose if that's what it tastes like. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hell. And then so it's did you blow- never eat? Did you never eat the slop then? No. I never eaten. You like I attempted it a little bit. I did. I did try it obviously because I tried just, it in the beginning. I did, yeah. And I just no. Mm. no. It was like meat, but it was like I don't know what it was. Like it tasted like straw. Like and then hay. there was the um. Like the, the, oh, what the was it called? The, um, tacos, not tacos. What are they called? Burritos. Oh, what mold? Oh, I don't know what they were. Don't know what was in them. What was in them? They were burritos. Yeah. Just dog meat again. It, it was. I think it was the loaf. Actually, I think it was a loaf meat in them. How did they get away with serving you that in a prison? It's a private thing, do what they like. Yeah. The sheriff bragged, one of his favourite quotes, Sheriff Joe Pyle, it costs us more to feed our police dogs than our prisoners and our police dogs are working for a living. It costs 50 cents or less per day to feed the prisoners the rotten food. Yeah. So the food is coming from... He's close to saying that. People who worked in the kitchen, people who worked in the kitchen said there was cans in there from... Timestamp from the I 70s. sent home. Oh man, I an sent, artifact. I sent. <laughs> I sent stuff home to Ali. Yeah. The lids off the uh, was it a jelly or a mousse or a custard or something? I can't remember or something. And the date on it was best before, and I think it was nineteen ninety eight or something on the date. That's fucking grim. On the best before days, and that's what they were feeding us for our breakfast. So I took the lid off and I sent it to Lee and told him to give it to the British consul. Yeah. Did he get it there? I think so, yeah. I, I think they, um, I got written down. I think I've still got the letter, you know. I've got letters what my mum wrote to the Queen. What did she write? Yeah. And she got a reply. What did she write to the Queen? About me being in American prison. She said, what? I've got all the letters there, I've still got them. Because wow. God knows what my mum thought she was like, but there you go. About the inhumanity of it and that. Yeah. Mm. I've got the letters still. Wow. It's an interesting thing that going without food, because you go from having all those meals in your life, and then you go, for, you can't eat for days. It's just a general treatment. Not, it's not even just. The I don't food, eat as much it? to this day. It's not. Mm. I don't. It's it's a mixture of um, it's it, it it's a form of torture in a way. 
because they've got you locked in this cell. It's 100 and odd degrees in a metal box. There's no AC. It's what they call a swamp cooler, which is the other end of the building somewhere, and it's a, an ice bucket with a fan blowing on the ice, which blows cold air down the tunnels into all the rooms. Mm. Doesn't work, obviously. If you're in the first room, you're fine. You'll get the first bit of cold air. But by the time it travels from three miles down one block to your block... You, it's like baby's yeah. breath. Nothing. There's, <laughs> nothing there's, so there's a lot of illness there. So there's no, there's no air. No. And when we had that heat wave, was you there for the heat wave? That was people just Almost dying in, in, everywhere. In the UK. Just it, dropping it, like flies on the yards. 50 women. degree heat. Well, 50 people, degree heat. 50 degree heat. And you're in a metal box, a concrete oven. No shade. How many people died, would you say? From there me? was quite a few women that died that year. Was quite Marcia Powell one of those? Marcia Powell. She was a street uh, sex worker and they put her in the Arizona cage outdoor and, and she was asking for water and they yes. wouldn't give her water. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and she kept was, saying, give me water, give me water. Yes, I'm going to that, die. Was on our, that was by our yard then. Um, there was another one, she fell on the floor and there's a lot of epilepsy in there. And it's weird, I didn't realise, but one goes into a fit, it starts them all off, it's like a chain reaction. It's very strange. One hits the floor and they go, there's another one, and they just start falling. And they set each other off like a, a magnetic thing. It's a weird thing to watch. And in this heat, this one of them went down. And then she's on the floor, and she's twitching, and she dropped dead there and then. Wow. Just died on the earth, the heat. I got sent up to medical... Um, Every vein in my bone, in my body was popped off with the heat. I literally couldn't breathe. It was like, yeah, I couldn't breathe. There was no air, and I'm as asthmatic anyway, so I couldn't breathe. And I'm like, I, I need some oxygen. I can't, I can't breathe. So they made me walk all the way up to admin, which is quite a walk in the blistering heat, in the heat wave, not being able to breathe. By the time I got to uh, medical, I collapsed outside. So mm -hmm. they had to get me in. They had to rehydrate me and everything. They said, you need to drink water. I said, I would if there was any. Yeah. Because there was no water. So they ended up, because we had to buy our water. You want to drink a good water, you buy it. Don't get it for nothing. So they ended up bringing these big tubs with the taps and put them on all the tables where we could go and fill our bottles and drink some free cold water to keep us alive. Yeah. Because they were dropping like flies and they had to provide us with water. Well, took them a long time, but they did in the end after a few people died. <laughs> took them that. There was another time the, water, uh, the, the toilet yeah. system went down. We had to shit in carrier bags. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, the water went for two days, two or three yeah, days. I know it affected you. It affected uh, quite a few places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had to put bags in the toilet, shit in the bag, and then take the bag out. Because mm. there was no flush. You couldn't just keep shitting in a metal toilet and not flush it down. No. That's you where our toilet had just filled... And the, the, the poo Typical would, man, women the, get creative, put used bags, and you're just piling it all up. Because we were hoping yeah. what we didn't know when the water was coming back on. We were hoping it was going to come on, so we're just crapping the And then you the think toilet. as well, a lot of women didn't left it as well because they thought it's inhumane, they'd have to clean it and they'd have mm. to fix it. No, they'll leave you sitting in your own shit. They don't care. So wow. the poo rises above the water level and stinks the cell out. Mm -hmm. And then the water come back on, and then all the water's rising. Just come up. So like, it's like it's going to put all this sewage on the floor of your cell. Of yeah. everybody else's sewage as well. So the only choice then you've got is to put your hand through the crap. Did you do it? Yeah, yeah. You have to. As, as the water was coming up, 
I'm like, oh shit, it's going to be all over the... We're going to have to sleep with it all next to us on the floor. And my cellmate's like, yeah, one of us needs to stick his hand in the crap to let the water through. Yeah. And you're the closest, dog. <laughs> Guess it's you, dog. So I put a sandwich bag from the green bologna sandwich crap in, on my hand. Yeah. Oh. No, we put bags in there. <laughs> but, but, but the, 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 bag, the bag got sucked off my hand right away. So I was just digging through, digging through the sewage and grapefruit peel. <laughs> Stop now. And um, and then and then then the, we gave the, the dinner after this. Oh, then <laughs> the thing, the water hadn't come back on in the cell. Oh no! So I've got all the sewage all up to here in sewage, and I can't wash my arm because the sort of the water. No, water. <laughs> it's okay. That's one way to do it. Yeah, I guess I people hang that. themselves with <laughs> the toilet. A couple of people. No, it's, it's just doing a weird thing in the toilet with the sewage. Yeah, so yeah they put the sheet down there. Don't need to tie around the neck. Flush it. Kill him. Or the way that people kill themselves. Yeah. Really? How? Yeah. It's the toilet. So they, you know the toilet on an airplane? Yeah. That, well, that's it's what really like. powerful, the prison. So they put the sheet in the toilet, tie oh, the shit. other end around the neck and flush it and kill themselves. Have you seen someone do that? Uh, it's happened on me yard. Like, I've not, obviously, you get locked down, you don't get to see anything, but you know what's going on, you know they've done it, you know, mm. you know it's happening. So if something like that happens, everyone goes into lockdown then? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, anything like where it can cause an affray, an right. uplift, where everybody, ah, oh, no, we're not having this, they'll it, lock you down before it happens. Was it ever a riot in your... Uh, not with the women, not so much. No. They'd, they'd moan and they'd kick off, you know. <laughs> yeah. But um, not so much, no. They'd moan at each other and... No, not really. We don't really have... No. What was it? Describe what it's like during a lockdown. Oh, it's a nightmare. Because you're stuck in this cell and you just want to get out. Mm. So every, everyone's on the yard, right? And then all of a sudden over the loudspeakers. The lock it down! Yeah. And they walk around going, lock it down! <laughs> lock it down! Make it fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't know how long it's going to last. And you last. don't know why you're locked down. You don't there's know. All, there's lockdowns all the time. Even all the short-staffed or the situation. Yeah, or the too hot. There's been a fight or... And they can go on anything, for days and days, days and days and days. Or there's a raid. So you don't know what the lockdown is at first. It's just lock it down. You think, oh, you look around and see what's going on. You don't know if they're going to come and rage you. You have dogs sniffing your ass. You don't know what's mm. coming after the lockdown. You know what I mean? Until through the pipeline. Well, through the bog line. Did you ever have any, <laughs> you ever any, ever any lockdowns because something was missing? Uh, like the guards were like... Oh, something was lost or something like a key or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they got to every cell just doing the strip searches. Yeah, key. Yeah. Yeah, they put the keys lost. down somewhere and don't where to put them. Oh, oh well, lockdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the inmates there, she escaped from there, dressed up as a nurse. What from Perryville? Walked through admin. Well, you were. Calls her off and in the library. Four days later, she was out, gone. But she but she made it. herself a nurse's outfit, house of sheets and stuff. Yeah. She always wore a hair scruff. You never wore makeup. Done herself all up. It's it's there in the arc. You'll read about it. It's there. I can't yeah. remember the name. Um, she done her makeup, done her hair, went through admin, straight out the gate. That's crazy, isn't it? And they found her in Phoenix or Tempe or somewhere in a library off a bit on it. Tweaking. Oh, wow. Instead of being like, in Miami or somewhere. Yeah. I'd have gone. Yeah. yeah. Show you. Gone that far. Have you ever thought of escaping when you were there? Well, <laughs> no, no. Because the funny thing is, um, because of my 
me charges. I shouldn't have worked in admin because I was flight risk. Right, so I shouldn't have been... I, my security was too high to work in that job. Mm. But when she said to me, the, the warden, um, we can't really have you up here, but I'd really like you to work for me because I worked for the captain before that and he said, she's really hard work, you know, does a good job, whatever. So um, we want you here, but we can't really have you unless you promise me not to escape. And I looked at her and what makes you think I'd want to go anyway? I said, for one, I'm stuck in the middle of a desert. I don't know where the fuck I am. <laughs> I said, if I got out there, I'd be knocking on the door to come back in because I'd be fucking lost. I said, where am I going to go? In all honesty, where the fuck am I going to go? I don't even know where I am. <laughs> in the middle of a desert, so I don't know where it was. I still couldn't tell you where Perryville is. Yeah. Can yeah. you describe the layout of Perryville? Um, oh, God. I don't know where you come in, obviously. I do know where you come in for visits and all that, because that's where I work, but when you come in, it's all like you go into this intake area, it's a completely different area to the yards, and then you're in there for God knows how long till you uh, find out where you're going. What is it they call Classifier. Classification. And then you get um, all your outfit then, your orange suit and all that. You're in the jumpsuit at first, aren't you? And then the you come onto the yard and there's like, is it three or four yards, I think? So there's like minimum, medium, max, and then there's the max, max and CP and all, all them further back. So I started in on the max until they sorted it all out because of my charges and all that. And I said, well, I didn't get charged with it all. You know, it's what they arrested me with, but I didn't get charged with it all because I only got charged with a certain charge, so I shouldn't be max. But because I was flight risking from another country, they maxed me out. Mm. So I was there for a while, and then they put me down to medium, and then I ended up on uh, Santa Cruz, then on the minimum medium yard. We had a bit more freedom. I could walk about a bit more, and... Once your doors were popped at four o'clock in the morning, you'd had the walk of the yard till eight o'clock at night. And you were locked down. But I was never, ever, ever in my cell. Ever. Mm. I worked every hour, of course. I'd create jobs. I'd go, you know, this floor's terrible. It needs a good strip off and I'd repolish, you know what I mean? Because it was like the buffing machine and all the polishes and all that. And it's a good night's work to strip a floor and repolish it ready for the next morning staff. And my bunkie, she was a lifer. She'd never been up there or anything, because she was Max. Um, I got her to come and help. I said, I need help. I said, I can't do all this in the night shift to come in. I said, can my bunky come and help me? And she said, oh, she said, she's not supposed to. I said, honestly, I said, she won't do anything. You know, big black girl, lovely, loved her. So I've never seen anybody so happy in my life. She come up because it's food. And we can eat what we want. We're not mm. supposed to, but just take that in there, she'd say to us, you know, mm. in your office. You fucking fritter rolls. Oh. I got addicted to uh, salsa. <laughs> salt. Because <laughs> I've never had salt and I, I, I'm a cow for salt. They told me yeah. it was either lose me baby or stop taking salt. So I carried on with the salt. I'm a salt. I'm, I'm terrible, you know what I mean? So to have this salt, oh. <sighs> it was like it was like gold. And I get the tomatoes and pour the salt and pop the tomatoes <laughs> in. So I got me uh, bunky to come up this time, and she was like in heaven, eating chicken wings and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was heaven for her, and it was just, and I felt so good that mm. I 
I could let her do that with me, you know what I mean? And she shared it with me and all that. So every time I created a job, she'd go, God, don't your floors need cleaning? <laughs> I'll go, well, see what I can do. I'll see what I can get you up there. <laughs> and I'd get enough to help, you know what I mean? And we had a blast, you know what I mean? We used to have a laugh. What about the perimeter of Perryville? What could you uh, see? What was the fence like? And the gun, Did you have a gun tower? <clears throat> there was a tower, but it was further back. And there was like, um, there was our fence, obviously. And then there was the load of desert and then another fence, the electric fence and all that. And all these little white things, little gopher things that come up the ground. Oh, yeah, those little, little um, prairie dogs. Prairie dogs, yeah. yeah. And what the women that carried them around in their so bras cute. as pets. We'd have them as pets. What are they? In their bras, little prairie dogs, little white things, like little... Um, I like little uh, moles on Like little moles. But the yeah. white. Oh. I had one called Squeak. She'd squeak. And I had one called Big Nuts because he had these they were on bollocks the like that. <laughs> Massive nuts it had. Mr. Big bollocks. Nuts. How did you come to get a Squeak? He'd come into my cell. It'd squeak. Just this little squeak all the time. I was like, oh, there's a little squeak and we'd feed him. It's like the green mole. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And he'd walk around with them in the bra and everything like little pets. They get them from babies. And... But we weren't. The... Tried to kill them all because they take so many tunnels that the ground's collapsing. <laughs> wow. Easy way out, but there's that many tunnels with these little gophers because there's thousands of them. They're everywhere. They're all around the prison. So they tunnel under the fences, so we have to go and repair the fences. Because right, they're so. creating holes. <laughs> so they're a pest. So when they see us with them, they yeah. go mad. You get written up and everything for them. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of officers just turn a blind eye, you know what I mean? Because they're not doing any harm. <laughs> It's a lot of the older ladies who's been in there a long, long time and it's like a pet for them, like a comfort, you know what I mean? So mm. they leave them. But Squeak used to come up the stairs because I was up the stairs, coming up the bleeding stairs into my room. <laughs> yeah, and then there's big nuts. Big nuts. <laughs> he couldn't walk him. He's bow-legged. I've never seen a little animal this big with nuts like that. <laughs> Honest to God. Oh, um, yeah. Did you have them at yours? They were everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. Thousands of them. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't see them out when you were out in Arizona, though. <laughs> I'd only seen them when I was in prison. I'd never seen them anywhere else. Thing. Like, we were all like, off our faces just doing our thing. And then when you stop and look at the Arizona desert, it's beautiful, oh, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. All the wildlife yeah. and stuff. Them Healy, Healy monsters. Oh. Healy monsters, yeah. yeah. I've seen one of them. Like a lizard about the size Kill of you a then. dog. Like, on the roads, the traffic would all stop to let a Healy monster cross the road. It could kill you. But they're orange and red, um, orange yeah. and purple, and they're weird looking. Yeah, ma- amazing, like dappled yeah. colours. Like yeah, a, quite a chunky face, haven't they? Yeah. No. What about the scorpions? Remember, I had one, a pet one in a jar. <laughs> you had a pet one in a jar. <laughs> it nearly, nearly got me. Um, <laughs> it was a baby one, and the more transparent are, the more poisonous they are, the more lethal they are. Little, the little transparent mm. ones. The little transparent yeah. ones are the worst. Well, the me carpet was like the colour cool of your jacket. Yeah. So as I went like that, it, just because it lifted its tail, it caught me eye. Otherwise, I'd have stood on it and it had stung me. But as I went like that, I, I stepped back like that and it, it was a little thing. I went, oh, my God, there's a scorpion in my bedroom. <laughs> but I've got a glass, I was buzzing, me. Remember me tickling the tarantula in your, your house in Tucson? Oh, the tarantulas, yeah. Tickling them. Do you remember me tickling yeah, them off yeah, my face? Yeah. He's a dude, he is. And tarantula like this. <laughs> well, I've done it sober. Oh, off me face. What are the tarantulas in your house? Oh, all over the house. There's a mating season where the males come out and they're all over oh, the desert. Yeah. And so you look at your French windows and there's tarantulas going up and down the French And your mountain lion used to you drink your pond, them? your pool water, used to feed the, the very pigs, slow. frosties. 
The tarantulas, right? They come out looking for the female. They reproduce with the female, and then they got to run for their lives. And Cause sometimes, because the female eats them, yeah. Sometimes they run. They run so fast that the sex organ snaps inside the female as they're trying to get away. <laughs> Your you. face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, so they yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Madness. Yeah. And that bloody oh, was it a stag or something coming down at your mail? The witch. The stag, the deer thing. Oh, there's loads of yeah, deer. At yeah. your mail, out your mailbox, remember? Around the mailbox. Mail yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was when I was living on the mountain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But in, in the in the, the prison then, yeah. did you encounter the you scorpions? Keep going off. Yeah. Did you encounter the scorpions in the prison? Um, no, there was a few, but mainly the snakes, a lot of snakes, snakes. the, uh, what do you call it, the, what was it called? Um, snakes. No, there was loads of them, but the, what the other ones called, the, oh my God, they were not poisonous, they are just a big mm. snake, yeah. uh, what they called? Can't remember, because there's so many, isn't there, in Arizona? There was snakes. loads of them, um, they were always in the... In and out and Why scorpions. on earth did you choose to live in Arizona then? This sounds like my worst it's a beautiful, nightmare. It's a beautiful place. Like, like on the road, on the road, if you pull over on the road, there's a sign saying do not go past this sign because of de deadly insects. And yeah. There's the black widows, the there's the, oh, the recluse spider in the prison and the jail was terrible. Recluse spider? Recluse, it's got um, a violin on it, like a little violin. It's about <laughs> this big. It's a tiny little brown spider. It's called the recluse. It's a tan. Did you have the trouble there? And it bites you and it eats your flesh from the inside out. Oh, that's the one. People um, lost yeah. limbs, fingers, legs, toes in prison, in the jail through mm. these spiders because they're everywhere and you can't see them. And the black widows, they like to sit under the bench. They're only small. And nearly yeah. sat on a couple of them buggers. They've got, they're only about that big, a, a widow. You'd speak, I always thought they'd be big, but like a transfer, but they're very tiny. And they've got a big bulbous back and they like to sit under your. You know, like on your benches outside, they like to be yeah. in, under there. So if you sit there on the way, so they can just get you. It's very... You um, got one, like, And one. the eagle, yeah. the hawks, they're huge. They're like, I've never seen anything like Come sit next to you. <laughs> just stand there. I'd be like that. Ah. <laughs> I want to come and swipe down one of my little creatures up, my little... Which one? Big bulls? No, um, <laughs> not big nuts. <laughs> one of the other ones, there was loads of them. I used to feed them on my dinner break. Um... <laughs> And I seen this bloody hawk come down. It was huge. And it picked it up and flew off, but it dropped it. And it was all splattered. Mm. I was dead Aww. upset. We were lining up for chow one time. And all of a sudden, a pigeon just splatted against the wall next to us. What a hawk had dropped. Yeah, a hawk had just yeah. like, just, mm. <laughs> it's awful. just come in. But they're yeah. massive, aren't they? Yeah. They're them red tail, red, red tail, something or other they're called. They're mm. huge. You don't realise how big they are till they land next to you. Because mm. I was sitting outside, like, like having me, me lunch break outside that minute. I had me own little area where it was all like trees. It was just really pretty just to sit there and have a cup of coffee and a break. And it come flying from, there was like a couple of trees behind me. And it, it, it just come flying from nowhere and just landed like from where the doorway was over there from me. And the, the size of it stood there. I couldn't believe how big it was. You don't realise the huge... Must have been stood about this high. Wow. So I went running in because I shit myself. I thought, oh my God. So I went flying in and I'm up to the ward and I'm like, have you seen what's outside your window? Because it was outside her window. So she looks outside. She goes, oh my God, it's huge. I said, it's been sat there for ages. I said, go and have a cup of coffee. <laughs> and we just sat there watching it out the window and it flew off. But I've never seen anything like it, you know, no. so close like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have the Chihuahuan ravens? Ravens? 
they like form a funnel in the sky and then they get to the funnel and they drop down the center of it and then they, they there's hundreds of them it's amazing to watch it no i've never seen a funnel of ravens think. just like climbing the funnel no. climbing the funnel climbing the funnel climbing the funnel get to the top and then they drop down the middle Oh, well. yeah, yeah. No, I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's what some a- mad stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you sure you've seen that? <laughs> oh, still on drugs. I remember seeing UFOs on the way to Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't high. <laughs> that was a nice, he was GHB. The sky up. is nice out there. There was three it? lights following us, and we were all, who was in the taxi? It, taxi, the limo with us, because we were all watching it out the back window. We yeah. were going on our way to Tucson and there was all these mad lights and it was UFOs. Is that the limo driver who snitched us out? Yeah. Was it a limo That was my birthday. Snitched us out. Well, that wild man drank the whole bottle of GHB. That was my birthday, that. We were passing the cups around, little cat, cat, cats That's a nice receipt, that. We were, we were drinking little caps of it each. And then wild man just goes, ooh. And as he's getting out the limo, his whole body just went, <laughs> And the firemen, it, they had to bring firemen out to pick him up to put him in an ambulance because he was so heavy. Right. Like six firemen or something ridiculous. That tittled me that in the prison. <laughs> Men are fascinated by what when women get out of prison? It's to see if you've been a lesbian while you're there. Alert. Alert and alert. <laughs> lesbian until release date. <laughs> what was it? That's like the gay for stay. Gay That's for what the they stay. call it. Lurt. Lurt. Do you have gay for the stay then? As, like the men have gay for the stay. Gay for the stay. So a, a, a gay um, no, for we the have stay. Lurt. No, Let's be until really state. Okay, gotcha. Lid. So like they've got the boyfriends visiting them, but they're wife. So, oh, so, so the, so for the wife. Yeah. Yeah, it's me wife. So so for the man he in prison, <laughs> for the man in prison, he's got his wife visiting him. And well, his husband in there. Yeah, and his yeah, wife yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, his wife in there. Yeah, yeah. It's the same yeah. in the women's. Okay. They have their partner visiting, but they've got their wife. Yeah. You know, but some of them are pure straight. Uh, Lesbians, you know what I mean, and it's just who they are. But some of them are lads, mm. where they're not a lesbian, but they be one till release date because it's better for them. So they the get pres- looked after so by the, the dude, girl. You so, know what I mean. So the yeah. new prisoners coming in, then how's that sorted out? Like, do the do they get hit on by the more proactive? Well, you can tell who they can. They've got radar, obviously. They they know. Who's going to play and who isn't, obviously, by the way they come in. They have the, you'd have your, people know who you are by how you react to people, you know what I mean? It's straight off, they know. You know, a few, a few girls did ask. <laughs> what happened to them? Can I tempt you? And like, no, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Mostly it was in jokes sometimes, you know what I mean? Well, come on, you know, you're on there, you know, be joking, <laughs> I think you can fuck off. Because there's a lot of gay players in there as well. Mm. The banter, you got to get along through the banter in there, haven't you, sometimes? Yeah, there's a lot of, well, you get that everywhere, don't you? Yeah. You know, but it's just more a bit more like, uh, is it banter or not? Yeah. To, Did you see any of that go on? Which? The lesbian. Well, yeah, they're all married. Married. They're all married to each other. And the weddings? Like oh, yeah, 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 they make things out of their thread, like macrame and stuff. They, yeah, they do the whole thing and they have a party. Oh, wow. Make cakes and that. Any excuse? honey buns. <laughs> a load of honey buns together and make a big cake. Milk chocolate Honey top. buns are a hot item on the commissary Honey buns list. a bit like it, eh? And ramen noodle soups. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever make my noodle? Mexican manoodle. Oh, lords to die for. <laughs> you get your ice chest, right? And you get all your noodles... Yeah, hot 
uh, thingy nuts, not cashew, what are they called? Corn nuts, the hot ones. And you put all the corn nuts in there, all the noodles, the bags of beef, all in there with your stinger. Get it all going. And the run, your nose is tripping you. It's that hot and spicy. Jen's wondering, what is a stinger? Yeah. It's a coil, like that, like an element. And yeah. you, I keep doing that with my skin. And you put it in your cup and you boil your water. Yeah. It's just an element of the kettle, with no kettle. Creative. With a, no, it's what you buy. Oh, right. And it's got a plug. And you plug it in and you put it in your cup and you make a cup of coffee. But then they got it took off them for a while because somebody used it as a weapon. Oh, wow. Because it's a piece of metal on a string, on a mm. wire. I think that was in the men's. I think it was the men got it took off them. Probably. I think yeah. it was the men. We didn't get ours took, but I think the men got theirs took off them for using it as a weapon. Mm. Now, the women would rather have a cup of coffee and eat it with the fist. Yeah. I Men want my coffee, I'll break my knuckles, I'm not breaking my stinger. Yeah. We have got more sense. Definitely. <laughs> when you think about it, we'd rather eat ourselves and break our stingers, we need that. Yeah. You know. That's logical. And the things <laughs> that women, they're so creative and the the talent, artists and creative, and if they're locked away in themselves, it's ridiculous. They're yeah. so talented, some of them, that they can make, the things they make out of nothing. Do you ever had the roses and all that made out of bread? Yes, and toilet paper. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. And they'd make, um, I was like a cling film stuff, they'd make it look like a balloon. Yeah. I don't know if they'd done it. There is so much wasted talent. They'd weave, they'd weave sanitary pads together and make a pillow. Wow. Like double it, you know, like a weaved pillow. Yeah. They'd use them as a thing to go for your An eyes. eye mask? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go sleep. Yeah. yeah. All kinds of stuff with <laughs> them. Because there's no pillows either. Did you oh, we rip them up and we make we rip them up, and make tampons. Oh, okay. They got yeah, tampons with them. Yeah. So there's no pr- pillows in prison. No, I got one. Why did you get Because I've one? got um, a fucked up rotator cuff. So you got to slip for the bottom bung. I have pillows. to have something between. Them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, have, I have to have um, something between. I have. I still do. I have to have something between me neck and my shoulder, like a wedge there. To yeah. I can't lie like that because my shoulders knackered. Lucky one, getting then. dumped on him a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you say there was a shortage of hygiene products for the women? Mm. Well, you got your state issue. If you didn't have any money, you got your state issue, which was a bar of soap, which is this big, your toothpaste, your toothbrush, a toilet roll, a packet of six sanitary towels, um, a towel, one change of uniform. Um, two pairs of knickers, two pairs of socks to last you a week. Um, you weren't allowed to do laundry. So you had to make two pairs of yes. knickers last you a week. So and if, if you bled, which is highly likely one and if you found, day, if you rinsed your panties through and you hung them up to dry, no, you get rid of that. What? Yeah. But, I, you know, one girl, she uh, kind of hemorrhaged all over her bed and she had to sleep in that for a week. They oh, that's disgusting. They wouldn't change her sheet or... No, you've had your status, you've got to wait till next week. Wow. And was that quite common? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, because the, uh, the healthcare is not, n- nothing really. It's, they don't want to spend any money. They don't want to spend money, so on, it's, it's the cheapest. Charles, is, yeah? it's, it's just, yeah, but you're talking about thousands of women. And yes. they don't have um, care like we do here. They don't have the national health and all that. They don't have what we have. We're a very lucky country, to be honest, mm. to have what we get. Definitely. If you're sick there, you either have money or you die. 
Yeah. You know, there's a bit of welfare here and there in that country, but not a lot. It's a shame for the people who've got nothing. Mm. It is a shame. You know. She said you were gifting out your son's towels, didn't you? Yeah. He was yeah. just giving them out. I didn't need them. No. You know. A lot of people used to bargain or barter with them, you know, swaps. I used to just give them. Can't imagine bartering over a sandwich towel. Yeah, well, do you have to? Yeah. You know, I'll give you some tobacco if you give me your sandwich towel, you know. And some some women, it sounds awful, but, you know, there's the odd women who'd use their sock for themselves and sell their pads because they needed stuff, so they'd use a sock. That does make sense. And rinse it through, put a sock, rinse it through, use a sock. So they could sell their sanity towels to get a bit of coffee or a bottle of soap or something, you know. It's sad oh. for people who've got nothing. Yeah. Who can't get a job because of their health or because of their security system, so they can't get a job. The The only job they can't get is yard crew, which is five cents an hour. You can't get a job in council, it's half two years, you don't work at all, you get nothing. Mm. You get nothing. You can't earn any money to if you wanted to there. You know, <clears throat> but prison, you can get a job. Mm. And um, I was on the highest pay. I think I was on like 60 cents an hour. I was wow. on bank, mate. Bank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got Hershey's kisses at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Bags on like that. <laughs> Throw them up to me, Bunky. Bunky! <laughs> Hershey's kisses! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we were only allowed one bag. Christmas, it's a special order at Christmas. Right. Special Pop Tarts. Pop Tarts, right? Here's his kisses, cheese, Philadelphia cheese spreads. What else was on the Christmas? All the above I don't eat. Mm. So I'd buy it and they'd buy what I ate and we'd swap. Yeah. So I'd have the full shell of Here's his kisses. The bags are this big, big silver bags. Wow. And they'd wow. have all the cheese because I don't eat cheese. No, no, you said and that. They that. love cheese. So I can order your cheese if you order me kisses. And that's so, all, that's do you want to tell them why you don't like cheese? Tell the viewers why you don't like cheese. I just don't like cheese. I've never had cheese. It makes me want to vomit. But I nearly had stale cheese in county jail off the bin. But it didn't because it was cheese. But I've only did nearly eat the uh, pizza crust. Yeah. I've never had a pizza in my life. I've never yeah. tasted pizza. Um. So I was that hungry in, I think this was the horseshoe, maybe. I'm sure it was the horseshoe, what was intake on the way to county. It wasn't actually in county. It was on between, I don't know if it was just as I got to county or I think it was in, it could have been the horseshoe. Um, and it was a little crust like this, as I was saying, just mm. a little end of a pizza on the floor by the bin. I'm sitting there, I'm looking, I'm really, really hungry. And I picked it up. Looked at it, thought about, really did think about it. It was only the fact that there was cheese on it that I put it back. Yeah. If there'd been a bit of jam or something, that <laughs> fucker had been gone. <laughs> Inhaled. <laughs> Wouldn't have touched the sides. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how hungry that's I was. How hungry people get. And I've yeah. never yeah. in my entire life done anything like that. No. Ever. You know, um, and then I think that was the peak of my lowest. I'd have to say it was the one of my lowest days that yeah. I'd have to say where I was going to eat food out the bin, which anybody could have had the gob round with AIDS, anything could have, mm. you know, you I could have caused. I was starving. Yeah, and that's the only day I can actually say I know the true word of starvation. Yeah, because when the kids say I'm hungry, you don't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> You've never been hungry in your life. Mm. 
You know, I've said it in the past myself, I'm starving, me. You know, I'm hungry, you want me tea? Yeah. You don't know the meaning of the word until you are actually hungry. Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a, it's a weird, it's not a very nice um, place to be. No. Because if you're not feeding your stomach, you're not feeding your brain. So then you go puddled. Mm. And that's why I had my, I had a bit of a breakdown like, two years ago because I wasn't eating and everything and I lost the plot because my brain isn't getting fed. So you can imagine a lot of women locked up not getting fed and it's a bit psychological, you know what I mean? It's a lot of mind fuck. Yeah. Mm. Can you describe the whole routine of going to the chow hall? The chow hall? You go in um, pods, in, uh, not pods, in, oh, what do you call it? Blocks. You block mm. a cell, so it's just A block, B block, C block. You've got like A, B, C, D, E in, in one yard. L yard, K yard, J yard, and you've all got four pods of two levels. So they'll do, say, one yard at four o'clock in the morning for your breakfast. You've got to get up at four. If you don't get up, you starve. Mm. So if you haven't got food in your cell, you've got to go for that breakfast at four o'clock in the morning or you get nothing till dinner mm. time. But at least you get three meals a day there. Um, and then you've got to... So they pop your door at four o'clock in the morning. You go for your meal or you don't, it's up to you. Um, you queue up for God knows how long. You have 10 minutes to eat it because the next pod's coming in. So you... And it's... You, you sit... Sorry. It's on movies, you'll see them like this. And they do. Yeah. You do tend to rush your food because you can't... Out. Come on, up, out. You're like, fucking, I've just sat down. Next pod's coming in. So you've got to... And off you pop. So it was very rare I went for breakfast. I only went when it was waffles and pancakes and syrup. That sounds quite nice. The breakfast were, the food was quite nice in Perryville compared to jail food. Mm. You know, it was like the Hilton compared to fucking Premier Inn or something, you know what I mean? It was <laughs> totally different, you know what I mean? It was proper food. Yeah. It was small amounts, but it was food. Yeah. You know, it was edible. It wasn't too bad, some of it. I can actually say the food wasn't that bad, but I, I ate mostly in my room. I didn't really go to the canteen because I couldn't stand the noise and the palaver and the queuing. And I just couldn't put up with it all. It was just too much. I just wanted to kill people and the echo of the noise, mm. all the clanging and the banging. It's just, I still can't do a lot of noise in crowds because you get used to being on your own. Even though you're with hundreds of women, you're on your own. It's weird, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You're surrounded, <clears throat> but you're lonely. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you, there's hundreds of people around you, but you're on your own and you sort of switch off and you don't hear. In the end, you end up in your own little box. Well, I did anyway. I used to just drown it out. I'd get rid of one noise and then another one would go. It's like going into a meditation type. Um, you think, right, don't hear that. So you drown out a certain noise and then another noise would take over that. And the worst thing in county was the the screaming of a night time from cell to cell. You're like, my God, stop. I'll fucking kill you. I'll fucking cut in your ears and all this. And I will do it in the morning. <laughs> Wait till the door's open. I'll get Wait till this fucking out. door opens. Nothing in the morning. Nothing. Nothing. You kept me up all fucking night for what? Going to water? I was going to ask how you slept in prison. You don't. You don't. You don't. Yeah. Or you sleep too much. It's either one or the other. You neither don't want to get out of bed and sleep the clock round. You just, ugh, you just, well, that was me. I don't know about everybody else, but that's how I, I was at first. I just didn't want to, I even tried to commit suicide at one point. Yeah. 
Um, just took a load of tablets because I didn't want to hear them anymore. So I was shut up. <laughs> I just want to go sleep, leave me alone. You know, that's when I was in the dorms. It was a nightmare. So um, I've lost my train of thought again. So How keep doing this. It's my medication. Sleep. <laughs> sleep. Yeah. So you didn't really sleep. Um, it, I ended up reading like a book a day. I just read, 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 read. I read, I read the Bible. I read the Quran. I read stuff I wouldn't read. You know what I mean? Just for reading. Yeah. Just for something, you know, because, and it was dark, so you'd be like, this is a crack of light, you know. Now I'm blind as a bat. <laughs> I have to wear glasses. So you don't sleep, and then if you do sleep through the day, they, they get up, and they wake you up, make you get up for what? Get up for what? Just to sit here and sweat and stink. Mm. Your clothes be wet. Or you'd wet your clothes and put them on you to cool you down, so they'd be mu musty then. Everything would smell of must. Moldy, wet washing. Because people would wet their uniform and put it on cold and wet to keep cool. Because you were that hot. You know, you'd sleep with your wet towel, you'd wet, we'd wet our towel and go water and cover ourselves with a towel to cool down. But we didn't. I ended up walking pneumonia. I had pneumonia when I was in there. They had to come and, um, the warden come and visited me at my cell. She said, I don't do house calls for anybody, but I've heard you're very, very sick and come to see me because all the officers were worried about me because I was very, very sick. I had walking pneumonia because I was sleeping with a wet towel on me to keep cool. Did so they take you into a medical school? No. Oh, right. I no, had to save myself. No, I just stayed in myself. Wow. Until I felt better. How long did that take? Uh, I think I was there for a month. Um, and somebody done my job for me. And she couldn't, the, my boss, Miss Bailey, come to tell me and say, your job is safe. As soon as you're better, you're straight back to your job. Don't worry about your job, just get better. I literally couldn't breathe. Didn't know what was up, couldn't move. The, done that, the pain on my lungs. And I, I just, um, I didn't know what was wrong with me because I sliced asthma anyway, so I just thought it was like me asthma or something. And then I ended up where I literally couldn't move, I couldn't breathe, I was so sick. I had pneumonia. They called it walking pneumonia. Because we sleep with our towels with freezing cold water on them to cool down because of the heat. And to this day, I still have to sleep with the fan on. Mm. On my face, I've got to feel that air on my face because I feel like I'm suffocating. And I've got to have my tally on. Whereas before I went to prison, it had to be pitch black and quiet for me to go to sleep. Now I have to have television on in the background. They're shouting at night. I have to have this noise in the background this, so I go to sleep. Now, because when I'm lying there and there's no noise, I start thinking, tick, 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 and I can't sleep. So I have to have this background noise so I don't think about anything. Otherwise, I start going into all these mad thoughts and stuff. So I have telly on the background. And... Um, I fan constantly in my face, my windows constantly open and I sleep naked. Because mm. I can't stand the thought that I can't breathe in the heat. Even now in this winter now, I sleep with a cold fan on me. Really? Naked with just a sheet and my bedroom window open. I'm a bugger, I've got the heat on. Yeah. Windows closed. No, I can't breathe. I'm, really I'm freezing, I've had the heat on all day in the house, but when it comes to me going to bed, yeah. I can't do it. I feel like I'm suffocating and I can't breathe. And I, I end up going outside I, I, and I can't breathe, you know, and I, I start panicking. And I don't know what that is about, but that's since I've been in prison. Because it never used to bother me, stuff like it used to be quiet and dark. Now I've got to have that noise in the yeah, background. Yeah, that's interesting yeah. that you've said that, because I sleep with a fan on as well, yeah. even though it's cold. And didn't you know that? Because it blocks out noise. Is... So in prison, there's just so much noise, it's you're that figuring out ways buzz, to sleep. Yeah, it's the buzz. So you want to... Because I had a fan. I bought myself a fan. Well, when my mum died, she left me some money, and that's how I got my TV and my fan and everything. Um, so I got a fan and a TV and my ear things. 
and I go to sleep with the TV on and the fan blowing in my face. And I still do it every night now, to mm. this day. And I panic if I think I've got no fan and no telly. My internet goes off, I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, come and fix me caster. Because <laughs> I don't, I refuse to pay for the TV licence. I hope you're all listening. Because uh, I do not watch BBC One. I do not right. have an aerial, I don't have an antennae, I don't have nothing, I have a caster and I use Prime Videos or mm. Netflix. I don't watch BBC, so I'm not paying for the licence. Fair. People are watching <laughs> Why Netflix I pay all YouTube, money? not BBC these days. Yeah. Everyone's watching YouTube, YouTube and Netflix. YouTube. I, I binge-watched 13 hours, 14 hours of Breaking Bad. Once Do you know, I only started watching that oh, the yeah, first time. I had to stop because yeah. it just made me laugh. I just had to stop. But I can't watch that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Kings Bad too much. New Mexico is next to Arizona. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so all day long, people are just talking shit in prison. So there's the constant just noise. It's noise. So and to get rid of that, I used to have a Walkman on. Yeah. But to, if I wanted to try and do work, reading, writing, whatever, if I've got lyrics in the music, I can't do my work. Yeah, that's, I'm the same. that's how I started listening yeah. to classical music, just to block the noise out. Makes sense. So in the daytime, I, I was listening see, to classical. I'd rather listen to the noise. And then at night, I had my fan on. And my earplugs. And then you got your earplugs and your fan on at night. Because yeah, I can't read a book if I've got music on. See, I, I couldn't. Um, yeah, but if it's classical, you can still read it. Oh, it's the lyrics that distract your brain. Ah. So I'm just trying to read stuff on the train. I've got music there mm. in the air. No, see, I yeah. can't. Yeah, I, can't. Just, yeah, just I can't. Go yeah. off. Yeah. 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 Weird, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm. She's just doing everything possible to block out the noise so you can sleep or concentrate yeah. in the daytime and not listen to it. And yeah. it is noise. Every it's just noise. Long, it's it's not even... Like it and because everything's metal, the echo of it yeah. is... And you're all connected... Like you can talk to each other through the toilet and you can send kites through the toilet, flush it down and they'll get it in the next cell down, you know, with this, put on a piece of string and take it down. If you empty, you'd empty the toilet by doing this and the water goes. What? Yeah, like a plunge. Like, <laughs> you plunge with your ass. You plunge your ass, <laughs> empty the toilet so you can use it as a telephone. Wow. Yeah. Did you pass anything through toilets or just communications? Um, the old kites went through between yeah. bunkies and that. What's a I kite? Just a, a, a kite, right, is a, <laughs> is a letter which you probably write on about five pieces of paper. It's about this big. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tiniest writing you'd ever come across, but you can read it. And it's folded and folded into a tiny little uh, triangle. And it's put on a bit of string. And you go fishing. <laughs> go fishing. People have fishing lines. I had a fishing line. Yeah. So if you're all locked fishing. down and you want to send a message to someone... Or somebody a biscuit... You want to send the kite to someone three cells up. You've got a weight on one end of the fishing line. You put them in a milk carton. Like toothpaste thing or something. Yeah, stick it in a milk carton. You've got a strip of cloth as your line from like your, your, blanket. your bedding or your blanket, yeah. Mm. And then whatever you're passing. And then, so your line goes out onto the run. Their line comes out onto the run. The lines tangle together, the weights. Yeah. And then you've got one line. So no, you can pass see, whatever you want from cell no, to cell. what we done was um, you put your case on your line, obviously, and we put the line in a carton, empty carton of milk, and fold the thing back up, even though it was empty, but it resealed, you know what I mean? And we'd fling the milk carton, because it dragged the string further, because if you just threw the string, it wouldn't go very far. See, the women are more creative, that's perfect. So we put it in there, <laughs> and then if you want to pass biscuits and stuff or cookies, we put them in the tub and... Send them some chocolate so or tobacco or a light. Oh, they thought of everything, believe me. When I was, at yeah. Super, when I was in Supermax, sometimes I'd look at my cell and it was like it was haunted because like 
there'd be like an envelope in the uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Snickers going this way yeah. and you're like whoa everyone's just passing everything you could even get lines on the upper yeah. tier to the bottom tier and down you take it through Did the toilet everyone had a line and yeah. we had two we had wasted it with two uh, the end of like toothpaste things what was the best thing you got on your line <laughs> 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 nothing really the old duplex cookie. <laughs> it was mostly like, yeah, passing lasers and tobacco and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We both of them all going, ready, fishing! <laughs> so, have you got it? Now throw it again. Fucking weird bang. Cook it again. Did you get the right aim? They and then they'd be the window talking, wouldn't yeah. they? All that in the windows. Swindow. Swindow. So when you first go in, Talk swindow. You're, you're walking down like a corridor <laughs> and all these fellas come to the window. And they're all doing all that. Right. You have no idea what they're doing. No. But no. they're asking you, like, you're bringing in smokes and things got? like that. Through, that through Swindow? It's there. The odd So that would be one. That would be like, well, no. You, well, that's normal. And then there's... Um, burnt. Like, um, you're burnt. Like, lock, fuck yeah, off. Yeah, locked like, down. No you lock it in. Um, yeah, you're burnt. That is a lighter. You're burnt. Well, burnt means, like, you've got nothing coming. Burnt, got nothing. Yeah. Burnt, nothing. Yeah. Not have you got light. No, a light would be like that, wouldn't it? Um, we all did different stuff. It was mostly, um, it wasn't this, it was mostly finger talk. Okay. It was like, you know, I never could understand all the finger talk. I got, I got some of it, but there was a lot of, did that full conversations from one pod to another? Yeah, yeah. From one tower to the other, because yeah. it was like um, three pods like that and a big tower in the middle. It was just the same. So all the guards would be in the middle and all your behind glass in these pods. In county? Yeah. Towers, yeah, towers. The towers. And, and in Madison, So yeah. they'd be in the middle. So they'd be somebody in this pod talking to somebody over there in their pod. Like a big gap between them. And they'd have full conversations. Like that. Swindle. Swindle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they'd be like, they'd be like, PC, they do all this and mm. all these signs. And, you know, it's just the alphabet, but they do it so very fast. You know, K and... They do that for K. So it's like sign, sign language. It's like A E I A. Yeah, yeah, but they're so fast, and it's their own. It's not the same as sign, but it's similar. It's their own lingo that mm. only they understand. You yeah, know, the it takes you a while to get to realize what's going on. You know, because you're like, what the fuck are they doing? They're like, each other, and they're all mental, and they're like, you yeah. know, let me out. <laughs> but it's to communicate. Yeah. Mm. So you've got. In the county, then you got telling you to kill you, uh, a, a guard tower, a guard tower in the middle with what's called a fishbowl at the top of it. Yeah, and there's two guards looking down on with four house, separate housing areas with sliding doors and two sets of tiers at the back of each yeah. housing area. And between each pod, there's a door that they go through from one pod to another when they do the walk. Is that the same with yours? Yeah. So they go from walks. A to B to C to D yeah. just through the walkways through the doors. So because all. The most important thing is like the drugs and the smokes. So everyone's watching the guards at all times to communicate with the neighbouring pods to yeah. get the contraband passed around. And then you've got people called porters. <laughs> so the porters can come out into the corridors and sweep and stuff. And, get, yeah. and then as soon as the guards are... Someone's swindling to the porter what <laughs> yeah. the, where the guard is. you got in your And then as soon as... <laughs> and then that, that, this housing area will slide something under their door... <laughs> Porter will grab quick, it and slide it under this door. The fast home. Oh my god, this oh, They are slick. Fast. Yeah, yeah. Did anyone get catch with line? Oh yeah, they get caught all the time. Yeah. With their lines and their kites and like, they're always getting caught. They don't care. 
Do you get my rise up? You get rise up. You can't really do much to you to rise up, but you can lose your privileges. A lot of them haven't got any anyway. That's what mm. I used to say. What are you going to do? Send me phone calls. You can't do that. Stop me visits. Don't get any. Stop me <laughs> commissary. I haven't got none. What are you going to do? Mm. So when you go in, they give you like some paperwork that's like the rules of the of the jail or the prison, all oh. the policy. So if you if you <laughs> if you break a rule. That's called a disciplinary infraction. Yes. And you get you a write-up. You can get more time. Up. You get a write-up. You can get more time. So if, if, if there's like, if it involves weapons, violence, that, you can, it can more become time. a court case. Yeah. Right. So they, they call Similar that getting stuff. street charges. What was it, page 22? You got page 22. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the others are like in-house where they decide the kangaroo court, what they're going to do with your life. Kangaroo court. Yeah, kangaroo right. court. I know about that from rugby. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know what I mean. You know, yeah. they judge and jury. You know, well, you were caught with this, so this is what we're going to do to you. And it's usually violence, isn't it? No, it's like if you're caught with a cigarette or you're caught with a kite. If you're caught wanking, any sexual act. Anything. Is I a got disciplinary done. infraction. I is got. Illegal. I got to discipline me for using the toilet while they were doing a head count. What? I was having a wee when they were doing head count, and I got to discipline me for, for flashing the guard when the guard shouldn't be looking at my toilet. No. Head count or not, you shouldn't be looking towards my toilet. So go and fuck yourself. I almost got one when I went to a new prison and I, I was taking a pee and I didn't, I wasn't familiar with when all I the people were doing I actually finished walks. my pee, I was pulling my pants up. Well, I didn't, I didn't, you know, if you're established, you know when the guards are doing walks. I just arrived, I was taking a pee, female guard shows up and then she said I was exposing myself. Yeah, well, that's what he said. And I just, I, I was pulling my pants up. I was actually just pulling my pants up and I was just pulling my top down when he looked in. So we, Either way, it wasn't even on the toilet, you know what I mean? So yeah. I had a quick pee before he was due, you know what I mean? I couldn't hold it, I had to pee. Yeah. And here he was walking, so I'd been fast, and he caught me and broke me off She it. was going off on me, but my cellmate stepped up, and he was pretty hardcore. And he's like, yeah, this fucking fish doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But he saved me from getting a, a write-up. I got a write-up for man. Yeah, yeah. This is the most craziest write-up I ever came across in my life. Kerry earlier mentioned about people flopping because of the heat passing yeah, out yeah. going to hospital some of them dying so that that time when people were flopping a guy in our pod flopped and um he, his heart was going he was, he was a little guy older guy but it's but, frightening but you know they're not coming they took him right and then they brought him back and he came back with a with a ticket yeah for interrupting the count yep don't die in the middle of count for god's sake you've got a ticket yeah. <laughs> You'll lose your privileges if you get sick because Jordan counts. Interrupting the it's head pathetic. count. It's pathetic. Passed out from the heat and he, he, they gave a ticket for interrupting the head count. It's ridiculous. It, it, it is ridiculous. And he, uh, he, he was then banned from having visits and commissary yeah. and everything. Because he passed out. Passed yeah, out? yeah. Jordan head count. Like, hang on, yeah, I, yeah. I, the studio because I'm going to faint. <laughs> hang on a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was going from cell door to door, showing people it, and all the everyone just came out. People were like ready to like do what? something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were getting really pissed off about that. Well, don't blame them to you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. See, it wasn't as bad as it is for the men. I don't think in the mm. women's. I think it's a bit more laid back mm. in the women's and the men's because you have all this. It's all segregated, isn't it? Like racially, racially, it's not in yeah. the women's at all. So, if you went to Chow Hall, then. Would you sit at a table with other races? Yeah, me Bunky was was a black lady. Me best right. one of my best friends in there was Mexican. Yeah, and it was um, mm. well, Cindy. Um, 
did all Colours and Creeds were my friends. I sat and played cards with them all. We'd sit and have dinner with them. It, it didn't um, affect us the way it does the men. It's weird because the men are more gang. Even though the women, a lot of the girls are from gangs. They're gang members themselves, but they don't carry it on in the prison because they don't have to. They don't have to look hard. They don't have to please their man. They don't have to do it for their dude or their pimp or whatever. You know what I mean? They can just be themselves. Sounds yeah. a lot more civilised. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of the women are in there, and they shouldn't be, you know. A lot of them because of men? Because of men, yeah. yeah. And and because, you know, they've nothing else, nowhere to go. They've no no money, no food, no nothing. They go stealing to, to survive or to feed the kids and end up in prison. It, there's no help. Like, the people over here don't understand how well off we are, really, where it comes to help and aid and stuff with our family and friends and children and stuff. You know, you don't like to see anybody starve if we can help it. It's not like that over there, mm. you know. It's even worse in the prison system. You ask for anything, ask a guard anything. They say, I'll get right on that. Yeah. And, then, and then if you're new... Fill a form. Another prisoner will be like, you got nothing coming, dog. No, <laughs> no, nothing. Yeah. It wasn't too... It, there was some bad parts, obviously, but some of it wasn't as bad as you had, I don't think. I think the men's is a lot worse than the women's. More intense, yeah. Plus, I'm a, lot mouth, I'm a mouthy cow, so... <laughs> You handled yourself. Yeah. So what yeah. was Cindy's story? Oh, she was, she was a carjacker. Carjacker? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Naughty girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's lovely, though. How did she get caught for that, then? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. know. No. She was lovely, yeah. I'm still in touch with her. Mm. Oh, yeah, through the socials. Yeah, me doing that. It's a home now, so yeah. I get in touch with them. Yeah, yeah. Facebook and that. Right. The only one I want to get in touch with is me bunkie. I've lost, I don't know where the hell, she's out now. She'll be home now. She'd have been home a couple of years now. Yeah. She'd have done her life. Did you say there was lots of women on women using yeah, socks they or used, Yeah, they used to make, um, they'd make a house of socks and Jesus. Basically. And they, yeah. It's sock inside, sock inside, sock inside, sock. Inside the person who's damaged a child or something. Yeah. How do you like something bigger than you inside you? How do you like to be by something twice your size? Wow. And that's what they do. Wow. Yep. Walk on by and let them do it. Mm. You know? Yeah. Well, they're right. You know, if they're sticking, mm. how do you like it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Eye for the eye, as you say, tooth for the tooth, whatever they want to say. <laughs> Sod's law. <laughs> so what was it like getting closer to your release? Um, they wouldn't give me a release date, obviously, because I'm flight risk. Um, so it was really, I waited on myself, rough. I knew it was around about Mayish, maybe June. You know, and then when they told me my date and they told me how to go and get my photos done for me blues, because they just pull you out the blue, they don't tell you you're going to get your blues done next week or, you know, in case you plan an escape just before you get released. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me just escape and get another 50 years first. <laughs> you know, so they, they go through all that palaver and then um, they come and tell you. But they don't tell you you're rolling up until the night you roll up. You don't know when you're going home until you're going home. And then you're not allowed... To give any of your shit away. You either take it home with you or you put it in the bin. 
I'm not going to bring Italian fan and everything home with me to England, am I? No. I'm sure to hell not putting them in the bin. So we melt off my number and scratch the ears on mm. and give it to somebody who hasn't got nothing. So she had me telly, me everything, give it everything. And we melted her number on it. So when they raided her room and her number's on it, they can't take it off her. If they raided her room and my number's on her telly, they take it off her. Yeah. Not allowed to. Even though I bought it, it's my property, I should be able to do what the fuck I want with her. No. Mm. You bin it or you take it home. That's been all my letters and everything. Too many of them. So then you got released to deportation. Well, the uh, US Marshals picked me up and flew me to LA. As you're getting released, was like everyone like waving at you or shouting yeah. at you and stuff? Yeah, they were all crying and everything. Oh, oh were they? Yeah. Even the uh, warden got upset. What was their nickname for you? My, oh, off the prisoners. Yeah. Um, I was called Ma. Ma. I was, I was Ma. Ma Baker. Ma Baker. <laughs> um, down under was the warden's name for me. It was mostly Ma, Ma Baker, they called me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was like the mum. Yeah, yeah. So, so the federal mar- deportation marshals come. Yes. What happens next? We made about four stop-offs to pick up other people in mm. different states. Flew to LA. Is this Connor now? No. When you say yeah, you stopped in all these states, is that on Connor? No, this is a uh, private plane. Yeah, Connor, isn't it? Where you're all shackled. It's a private plane. There's only us on it. Federal plane, federal prison planes. Yeah, where you're all shackled. Yes, a little Connor. It's called Connor. There's a movie called Connor. Yeah, but I was in one of them. Yeah, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Face off. (laughs) Was it mostly Mexicans who were on the plane? Yes, it was all all Mexicans. It was all Mexicans except for me. Yeah. So, um, and you picked up a bit of Spanish by then. Yeah. Because they were the Mexicans were asking me to translate, like tell the guards things and translate and all this stuff. It was just little words I picked up, and not not a lot, you know what I yeah. mean. Lee's fluent. He's he can speak to us himself, didn't he? When we were over there, wow. Yeah. So, so that you're, was so you're on the bus with the with um the Connor, sorry, going across. Yeah, to be stopped off at um San Francisco. Stopped off there because we meant flying over the big bridge as well. Um, we stopped off at another place, another town place, and picked up a few Mexicans. Mostly, I think we stopped three places, and then stopped at LAX, and then off to immigration. How long are you in? We in the LA County Jail waiting? No, on no. the plane. From the plane into a van to stay there. Right. Mm-hmm. Did they put you on first? And what was that like to get on that plane? Did they, did they take the handcuffs off you at the bottom of the stairs? No. They kept no. them on? And the one coming home, I was shackled until I got put on the plane. Dangerous, you see. The wild ones are called the wild ones for a reason. I was shackled. I, I got my cuffs took off at the bottom no. of the stairs and I was free. They handed me passport to the stewardess on the plane. And she wasn't allowed to give me until I left the plane. Which you think I was getting off in the middle, I don't know. Mm. Let me just jump out here. <laughs> My stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pathetic. Yeah. So, um, and the, the it was more of a embarrassment because everybody's in the airport watching me go up the steps with shackles and they're all getting on my plane. So I couldn't pretend. I'm just sat there like this and they're all looking at me getting on the plane. They don't know what I've done. I've got all these fucking chains around my waist, mm. chains chained down to me ankles from my waist and chained my wrist to my waist. The chain from the waist to the feet, shackled, trying to get up these little fucking stairs on an aeroplane. 
Doing the penguin shuffle. Yeah, and everybody watching you, knowing that these people are getting on the plane with their children and stuff. I'm not really funny. So if, the, I was, if the shoe was on the other foot, I'd be shitting myself seeing that. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. think I'm getting on the plane with it? Do, do you do think, that, who the fuck's she? Why is she on that plane? You know, all shackled. I look like some mad criminal, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was the embarrassment and the, um, oh God, what are people thinking about me? Yeah. Throughout the flight, which is like 14 fucking hours near enough. Oh, pure shame. Did the cabin crew speak to you when you first then got Then they tried on? to get me when I got home. No, bitch, fuck off. <laughs> I am a British... Are you a British citizen? Yes, I am. Can we just have a lucky passport? No. <laughs> and off I run. <laughs> when, when you got on the plane, did the cabin crew speak to you? Um, no. They didn't? No. And did people sit next to you and stuff, or were you like... With, no. With, okay. Do you have a special yeah. area or something? front seat. Front seat? Yeah. And were they, could you like feel the vibe? So everybody got on the plane, eyeballed me straight away. Mm. They were all eyeballing you right away. Everybody, because I was on the front seat. Did anyone say anything to you? No. And what, like, did you get like snacks or anything on the plane or what? Well, I got a anything? meal, yeah. Got me a meal. Yeah. I watched the movie. It was treated as normal on the plane. Yeah. But obviously not like chatty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how you doing this? Would you like a drink? No, thank you. So you've got guards with you on the plane, have you? Yeah. No, they, but they chained you up and they unchained they you. They chained got... me and unchained me once I was on the plane. Oh, gotcha. I was out of the jurisdiction then. I see. But they the gave my passport to the stewardess. I wasn't allowed my passport until yeah. I got off the plane and she passed it me as I got off. Yeah. And then as I'm walking through the airport in London, which mm. one was it? I landed in Heathrow, was it? I think it was. Gatwick I ended up at. Oh, no, was it Heathrow? Heathrow. Heathrow, yeah, Heathrow. I think it was Heathrow I landed yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I'm coming through... I just can't wait to get out of the airport because I still get terrified going to the airport to this day after that episode with the pills. Mm. Um, and I'm just getting off and this woman and this fella's coming towards me and I'm just like, <laughs> you're, coming to look, you're coming for me, like. So we just have to have a look at your passport. I said, what for? So they've notified them that I'm arriving, obviously. Um, we'd just like to know, are you a British citizen? Yes, I am. Can we have your passport? No, you can't. What do you want it for? I'm home, I've been deported from America to this country, I've not been deported from this country there, I'm back home, bye, and off I went. Mm. Wouldn't give me passport and just fucked off. Don't know if they were looking for me and chased me, didn't look back to find out. I was that busy running off, I walked past my son, I walked past my sister, and they're shouting me, Betty, get it, mom, mom. So at least shouting me, and I'm going, mm. walk right past him. Just wanted to get out. So You're not taking my passport. I held on to that passport like it was like my lifeline because it took me that long to get it. So if you take this back off me now, you bastard, I'm telling you, I would not part with that passport. I was going to run like a motherfucker. I run right past them all. Didn't recognise them. And they're all shouting me and I'm... Doing a sharp up. You're not getting my passport. Don't care. Arrest me in here. So what was it like seeing them finally? I didn't recognise them at first. I walked past them all. As I said, and my sister was shouting. And it was very hard um, to reconnect. It wasn't because Lee was with me for a while, but with the others, uh, it took the other son a long time, a long time to be my friend. He was very, very angry. Due course, you know, very angry. Amy just, she didn't know me at all. She knows me now. <laughs> she knows who my mum is now. <laughs> what was it like eating food and stuff in England? Oh, I picked out something terrible. What was your first meal? Bacon. Bacon? Bacon. Mm. I wanted bacon. 
And uh, Ollie took me McDonald's, right? And I demanded bacon on my fucking chicken burger. Because <laughs> you do in America. And isn't McDonald's American? Yes. So where's my bacon? <laughs> Bitch, put bacon on. I got me bacon. Ollie's like that. She just come from back from the States. Where's me bacon? With the fucking bacon on this? <laughs> she put bacon on it. And she's like, wouldn't you like to drink a soda? I says. And he goes, I just want to drink one. I said, it's just a soda. What kind? We don't call it soda here, do we? It's like a Coke or a pop. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like adjusting then? It took me a while. Back to um, witness. It took me a while. Um, I still have little issues, like with shopping and stuff like that. I'm a very angry shopper. I can't what, stand. Patience. Yeah, no, I just don't like the people around me. Right. I, I, I just don't like people at all, especially in groups. Mm. I tend to get really mad. Triggers you. Yeah, I get really angry. I can't stand. I've no patience at all. I want out of work now. Mm. Don't tell me in a minute. Because I'm fucking off my head. <laughs> can't help it. It's just a tumour thing. It's doing me head in. The tumour on your adrenal gland is it yeah, causes and it, got, well, you it, it, it causes instantly. a lot of um, it's like I'm in permanent men- um, menopause. Yeah, permanently, um, it causes my adrenaline drop and rise when it shouldn't. It, it causes um, very outspokenness. Um, they cause psychotic attacks. I have these psycho attacks where I can just go off like a lunatic for no reason. Mm. You could just go like that and what the fuck you're looking at. I just go <laughs> off. I can't control it, but as I'm doing it, I know I shouldn't. And I, when I've when it's done, I feel terrible. Mm. And I'll phone the person, I'll apologise. I'm awful, so I just ignore me. I'll just have one of my minutes. I really didn't mean it, you know, because I feel bad. Because I'm so nasty when I kick off. And, it, you know, I shouldn't do it, really, but I can't help it. Mm. People piss me off. I'm too old to be bothered now, you know what I mean? Fuck off. Can't be asked. I just can't be bothered. How did you adjust to the temperature change? Oh, the day, it's freezing. I was froze, froze. Yeah. I couldn't get warm. Couldn't get warm. Um, stayed with my sister for a while. She looked after me a lot. Um, and yeah, heating bill must have been rocketing. Cause I was, I was always cold. I remember I was in a sleeping bag with two or three duvets and a beanie. Did you stand in front door? I was still shivering. I stood up in front door waiting for it to open. <laughs> I stood there like an idiot, um, waiting for my door to pop. For ages. I must have been there about 20 minutes. I'm just stood there and I thought, what the fuck am I doing? But and I realised what I was doing. I was just stood there waiting for the good and that noise, you know, that noise. It's like a buzz and then a pop in it. Yeah. Because it's a zzz and then it'll pop and they all pop at once. It's all bop, bop, yeah. and they open all the doors. Yeah, mm. yeah, so I'm just yeah. stood there and I'm thinking, and then I sort of looked at the door and I was like, what the hell am I doing? And opened the door, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Used to have a laugh with, I'd say, when I go home, I'm going to have a, a shower in my junglers. <laughs> Flip flops. That first night. Your junglers. Then, first, first, first night in England, you go to, go to sleep, right? Did you sleep okay? No. 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 So. It was all. Nightmares? Um, um, no, it was more. Um, I don't know. It was a mix of everything. I like, it was like, I was nerves, terrified because I'm. I'm Back in my family photo, I haven't seen for a long time. And, it, it, you know, it's a lot of explaining to do and stuff and me kids. And it was all nerves and noise and people um, asking me lots of questions and stuff like that. It was just mm. a bit much. It took me a while. You know, you put your fronts on and you go, oh, I'm fine, you know, and then you go back and when you're on your own, it's a different story. 
you know, I'm sure you do. When you woke up after that first night's sleep and saw you were in England, did you actually think you may have possibly like, yeah, as you're waking it, up, think it, you may, you, it takes you're looking a while around for, thinking, you, where's jail gone or something yeah, like it that? It just takes a while for you to accept things that it's back to normal, sort of. Shopping was the main um, issue. Going into a supermarket, it, it terrified me. Mm. I don't know why, and I still can't go shopping. And I, so it doesn't frighten me. It pisses me off now. Anxiety. Yeah. 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 Um, and I never used to, you know, but I do now. I, su- I suffer terrible with it. It's all doom and gloom now with me. Oh. There's no um, positives. Everything's negative. Everything. If they fall, they're going to die. If they bang their head, they're going to give themselves a brain tumour. Everything's doom and gloom. Mm. I can't get that positive outlook yet. Because yeah. when I come home, I lost uh, two granddaughters. Um, so I went through that. I lost my mum. So what's an average day f- like for you now? My average day is nothing. Basically, if I don't have my grandkids, I don't do anything. Is that nice, though, to just kick back? <laughs> yeah, because I, like be- I like my own company. I love being on my own. Mm. Everybody keeps saying to me, because I haven't... Been with a man since Peter, at all. Right. So, uh, so you're talking twenty odd years, really. Uh, so everybody keeps asking me, "Don't you want a partner? When you like another man?" No, actually, no. And come as goes, please. I can fart when I want. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Pick me nose when I want. Do what the mm. front around the house naked if I want. Do what I want. Yeah. I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to say do you want feeding. I don't have to look after anybody. Just just me and my dog. What dog? Yeah. A little American lap. Oh. She's lovely. <laughs> She's only two. I had a, um, a rescue husky, and uh, that's why I haven't put to sleep a couple of years ago because he was mm. very poorly. So the kids banded together and bought me uh, Roxy for my 60th. Roxy? Yeah. That was the name of my first dog. She's lovely. Yeah. She rules the roost, Ru- rules the house. She is yeah. the boss, very verbal. Yeah. So if I didn't have her, I wouldn't get dressed. Gives you purpose. Yeah. There you go. Especially during all the lockdown was my worst... Worst, not that I had anywhere to go, was the fact that I couldn't. Totally fucked me up. It was like being in prison in my own house because I couldn't even go to the shop. Mm. I couldn't, they left the stuff at the gate for me, the kids, they couldn't come in the house. I was class as vulnerable. So I had no human contact at all for months. <clears throat> and then most of my ex-husband dying as well and all that. It was traumatic, that lockdown for me. Mm. I would, that's when I decided not to watch TV ever again because I couldn't turn the telly on. <clears throat> it was driving me nuts. I was what driving, myself, I was driving yeah. myself insane watching it and watching people. I'm going, what are they doing? Why do? And I was more concerned in what they were doing. Why are they doing that? Yeah. I was driving myself mad. No, I stopped watching news. And I think it's because of being yeah. the lockdown in prison and then coming home, and even though it's years later, it sort of triggers... You don't realise it's triggering things until you sit back and think about it, you know what I mean? You think Just speaking to you to now has triggered things in me. Has it? Yeah, I've yeah. lost your face, changed your face. Like, turns, like yeah. when you mentioned the clicks of the doors, this, yeah. I'd completely forgotten that sound. And now you can hear it. It was just like... Yeah. <laughs> all the doors clicking open, yeah. Things you've buried, yeah, yeah, things you've buried. Yeah. That's always with me, that click. Yeah, that yeah. That buzzing click. Because you wait for that door to open. Yeah. And you're out. I'll never forget, I'll never forget.
Chow's in the house. Chow's in the house. <laughs> mail call. Yeah, a mail call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with me letter, with me letter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were one of our most highest rated interviews ever. I don't understand. You say hundreds I don't understand. Hundreds of thousands. Of thousands. I don't understand the, with the clips. The hundreds of thousands of people have watched what you did in part one. I don't understand why, though, because I don't understand the fascination with it. Because, because what you lived, you take for granted, but people see this as something incredible. Mm. And yeah. inspirational for you to survive it and be so tough and come out the other end and mm. yeah, you make light of it as well. Well, you have to, don't you? If you mm. don't laugh, you've got to. I mean, sometimes I laugh at things and you'll think I'm taking some really funny, but it's my way of coping. It's a coping mechanism yeah. with me. I'll turn things into a joke. I'm terrible for giggling at serious things because yeah. I'm nervous. Yeah, nervous giggles yeah. and stuff. But I'll turn. I'll make a joke out of something and make it laughable mm. rather than make it tragic. Yeah. It's just my the way I cope. Something I've done all my life. I used to be called a class clown <coughs> in school. And growing up with all the kids, he called me Nanny McPhee. Nanny McPhee? Yeah. Because <laughs> I run around with the kids like nutters, you know what I mean? I'll play games with them and get on my hands and knees and build tunnels and dens with sheets across wardrobes and stuff, you know, and Never pretend done. we're in the jungle and yeah. all imaginary games, but they're not stuck on a machine. Mm. We play games, proper games, you know. Sounds so they good. call me Nanny. And I've never known a kid who hasn't talked to me. You know, because I'm puddled. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you'd like to say to... Like I said, it's one um, of the highest rated interviews we've done, is part one. 99 point something percent approval rating, all the comments, all the love and support. What would you like to say to those people on that, on that um, camera? I can't look at the camera, sorry people. Okay. Um, I'd just like to say, out of it all, my main thing is I don't want people to think that I think it's funny or a joke, because it isn't. It's very serious what happened to me and my family, and you, and everybody else who was affected. It's not a joke, you know what I mean? I don't find, even though I'm giggling about some things, it's, you know, it has affected my life and a lot of people's as well. Mm. And my advice to a lot of the young girls and boys is um, try and stay away from the hard shit, you know what I mean? And if you see, it's the uh, the receiving end and the paranoid side, and the it causes a lot of trouble for normal everyday people. And if I could stop one person doing something, I, you know, that fine by me. Keep your day jobs, yeah. folks. Don't get yeah. gangster I don't. I don't want them to think that it's all fun and games because it isn't. You know, I can laugh about something, but it's not funny really. It's just the way I cope with stuff and the way I deal with things, you know. But a lot of it was very traumatic. Not only for me, but for my family as well, you know. One of my sisters stopped talking to me and wouldn't let me talk to my nephew ever again. Never spoke to him since. I used to mind him all the time. He's not speaking to you. You're in prison. He's five. He doesn't have to know him. I'm in prison. I've never spoke to him since. She moved. My baby sister. Never seen her since. You know, because I made a mistake. And I'm sure I'm not the first or the last person on this planet to make a major mistake and get on with it, you know. Mm. I fucked up. Made a mess of my life in a few years and I'm rising above it again now. You know, the most thing that annoys me out of it all, which I do have to say, is the fact that people say that I abandoned my children. That's the only thing that pisses me the fuck off because I never ever did. Otherwise, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just like him. Um, I don't know. I don't understand the. Uh, I don't understand it all, mate. 
We set up a Facebook page so people could communicate with you. I Did you ever go on to that? I don't know how to work it. It's probably backlogged with messages for you. Yeah. You didn't tell me how to sign in. You just told me I was wild woman on it. Don't know me logging in. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll put the face. I've you wanna, set you one up, wild woman. Okay. I'll if you want to communicate <laughs> with wild woman, we will sort this out and we'll put that link in the description box below the video. Wild I don't want, I've got page. my own Facebook, but it's my family Facebook. So anything yeah. and any troll stuff, I don't want my family having to read anything or... It's not fair on them. They've been through enough anyway, you know, and I've got grandchildren, so I have to behave myself. Yeah, we'll sort that out for you and get the messages. We'll, we'll see if there's any messages. I don't mind messaging there. back and two, but yeah, I don't want yeah. it on my family one. I want it on a no, separate, a completely yeah. separate. Yeah. yeah a separate account. We've got a wild woman page on Facebook. See, I don't know how to use it. You've told okay. me I've got it. I don't you know how to do it. You've got to give a password in login. Wild woman doesn't understand all that stuff. No, I, no. Yeah. I have trouble with like a toothbrush, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, not technical at all. So if, you, if you've enjoyed this, then please let us know in the comments. We've just sort of waffled on though, haven't we? Yeah, what? <laughs> that's great. No, that was fantastic. Three hours. Oh, God. Watch. Again. We'll, we'll add part one to the end of this, so stay tuned if you want to watch part one. If you've not seen it, we'll also put the link into the description box below the video. If you would like to support Jen or purchase some organic cotton clothing, Boomer and Jen. Thank you. <laughs> that sounded really seductive. <laughs> we'll repeat that cotton clothing. Anybody wants some cotton clothing? It's my birthday. <laughs> Bit of cotton. Take the camera off. <laughs> I think it's time for a group hug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>